so can you can you hear me fine then? Oh, we're live. Okay. Yes, we're live now. Okay. Oh, Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Hey, it's the What's Up Bro podcast. We talk movies, sports, TV shows, pop culture, and it's funny, motherfuckers. With Nary Signs. I'm like, what? How can this? <laughs> they have Photoshop. Photoshop exists when this artist rendition was done. How the fuck is this not cooler looking than a sketch that looks like it was done by a hillbilly off the side of the road? What the fuck are we talking? Why is this a thing? So you're telling me there's a chance. With Missy. Just let me finish my thought before you fucking interrupt me. Wrong room to ask questions. Welcome to the party, pal. And Mike Markadon. I'm just glad I like vanilla boring sex like this. I like that. I'm glad that the sex I enjoy doesn't get me, won't get me killed. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, welcome to the What's Up Bro podcast, uh, your favorite podcast where you come to listen and watch, if you're watching us live, uh, people argue, debate, and uh, talk shit uh, over nothing. Uh, this uh, I am Nary Science. With me as usual was Mike Mercadal, but uh, he's on <laughs> He just disappeared. And he literally just disappeared as the recording started. Uh, this is we a professional on- setup, guys. <laughs> professional setup uh i don't understand why he couldn't be inside why isn't he inside uh so yeah that's mike Um, i'm just waiting for mike to like drop into darkness at some point and then uh with us today is uh steph animeyer senior uh first of all mike is in miami where i know you might be thinking nary isn't that oh that's our good excuse but uh, people are thinking, Neri, isn't that where you are? Aren't you in Miami? I'm like, yes. Like, oh, aren't you in the same place? No. Um, Mike, why are you not indoors? Why am I not indoors? Yeah, because is it I like handy out here? Yes, but doesn't Wi-Fi get stronger the closer you are to the router? I mean, if you guys want to hang out with my uh, mom and my stepdad watching, uh, you know, some show, that's fine. <laughs> But wouldn't it? I mean, wouldn't the Wi-Fi s- signal be struck? Because you've already you've already gone off twice, pre-recording, and once when we. Were, but my point is, wouldn't it? Be- well, I'm on my phone. Okay, so I'm on my phone, so I can't do. I went to go share the video on Facebook. Oh, you can't do two things at once. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't. I can't do two things at once. But um, uh, hey, is our like- Facebook Wubro or Wubro Pod? Wubro Pod. Right. All right, so I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to send it out to the Twitterverse. Um, oh, did I accomplish well, it without? I have I zero clue. I have zero clue. I, I don't know. Well, to be fair, yeah, I am in Miami, um, and I did fly in today. And the I think the goal was to go over there, but also when I got here, I got sleepy and I went to bed. I went to took a nap, and then uh, <laughs> also, I was genuinely like. Uh, I thought about it because I was stuck in my plane for an extended amount of time because it didn't land in Miami originally. It was an interesting day. And then all, because we, we we flew to Miami, we got this close to the ground, and then we went back up in the air, and we flew to West Palm Beach. 
And uh, Why? because because a storm was hitting right as we were about to land, and they were like, "Yeah, we we overshot the runway uh, because of poor visibility, so we're gonna have to go back and try again on another runway." And then as they were like, oh, well, they scrapped everybody landing until 2.45. We're going to we're diverted to West Palm Beach. And um, I happened to be sitting next to a freak out lady, one of those um, anxious flyers. Oh, my God. 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 We're going to die. We're going to die. I knew it. I right. knew it. Right. Um, <laughs> she was also, speaking of kids, she was also one of those people that had her kids with her and was blaming her kids. Like, I'm just worried about my kids. I'm just worried about my kids. Like, and the kids are just there smiling on their iPads. Like, I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> Your kids are fine. And dude, she was like, she was like, I'm getting off this plane. I'm getting off this plane. And they're like, no, 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 we're not going to do We're just getting gas. And then we're going back. And she's like, I'm leaving the plane. I'm getting off. And how? How? Yeah. I don't know. She, she asked us, there was me and then this other dude sitting next to, because I got uh, upgraded. I got the bigger seats from a big ass. And, um, was like, hey, can you put the window up so I can see? I'm kind of a nervous flyer. This is a, this is the first thing she said to us when we got when we all sat down. And I was like, so you can see it coming? What are you gonna do? Like, what is that gonna do for you that you're just like, oh, the window makes it better? Like, no, what are you gonna? It's that well, maybe they just need to see something that's not the same four walls type of deal. I know it's not a four wall, but you get what I'm saying? Like, I know they guess them the, the open area and then the open space, and maybe, maybe that calms them down. Yeah. But I think that it doesn't affect Mike, so therefore, fuck it. Uh, that's what I'm saying, right? Right, Mike? If Mike is like, I don't suffer from that, so fuck you. And you're no, no, stupid. no, it's not you that. Can see it coming. No, 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 it's not that. It's that. There's a moment, there's like, there's never a more obvious moment that you are not in control than when you're on an airplane. Like you are not in control of that. You are in a, in a you are in a compressed metal tube with like a sardine packed level of humanity. You're just along for the ride. There's nothing you can do. If yeah, you've just rolled does, the dice. If the plane does that little dip thing where you're, where you're like balls come up and everything. Like, enjoy it. Wait, wait, what? If we did. wait, hold on. I'm not a man, so please. What? The weightless feeling of when it like drops, like a roller coaster. Like when uh -huh. you feel that that it like lifts you up a little bit. Like that. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. Wait, there's, does that affect your anatomy? Like to you guys? Like. I mean, um, my balls are apparently not that big because I've never felt it in my balls. I felt my stomach. Because I got a big one, so I felt that my stomach has gone like risen up and the set like very much like a roller coaster. It's, it's just but a I sensation. I, I, mm. I don't I don't know if my balls are physically lifted from the airplane dropping a little bit. Actually, actually I just I think have. it's interesting that you kind of feel it down there too. I just I always imagine the we stomach. Don't. We don't. I uh, I actually had one time <laughs> where it dropped so much that I came up off the seat. Like it was one of those really bad storms. It was me and my brother flying out of Atlanta, and the plane did one of these where it just went wah. And we and my brother and I literally like came up. Everybody freaked out. Everyone was like, "Oh shit!" And like, yeah, it was it was intense. But that was today, where we rerouted. We were sitting on the on the plane for an hour and a half. People yelling, complaining, people pulling off their masks. And I was like, "Hey, I don't know if you want me to come over and spread disease to your family potentially." Mm -hmm. Are you sick? Is that what's happening? I wasn't feeling good when I landed. I, w I mean, I don't know if it was just like the tiredness of traveling or whatever, but I was like, I mean, I, I took a nap. I, I genuinely like, I like went unconscious. <laughs> I took a coma, like that fucking. <laughs> just a little coma. 
just a coma. Okay. All right. Um, I haven't gone on a plane since uh, Christmas. Uh, and that was still pre-vaccine. So there was no, like, I feel like people now are feeling more comfortable and they're like, I don't give a fuck about this mask. And I'm like, mm. but you should. Yeah. They're emboldened. Yeah. And I get it. I understand. Like, I'm like, you know, right now, uh, what the medical professionals have told me is that your body's so full, my body's full of antibodies that they're like, yeah, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Like, it's not, mm -hmm. you're, you're fine. But, uh, but I have been people who've gotten it twice, right? Yes, yes. I don't know if you can. I don't know if like they get it twice within a certain time frame. Not again. I'm not a medical professional. Do not right. fucking take what I say as as Bible. As anything. Uh, yeah. uh, Michael went dark all of a sudden. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm I'm moving because there's a motion sensor light that is making it look like I'm in space over here. Like. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, so um, we are not as international as we normally are because we normally have Australia, Miami, and New York. Mm -hmm. uh, but now we're just Miami, New York. How boring is that? But Mike, you're going to Hawaii. In I'm going days. to Hawaii. That's right. I'm going to Maui with a group of people that I travel with from the hospital. There we go. All right. So these are like coworkers out. you actually genuinely get along with. I mean, depends. <laughs> yeah, I get enough to not kill each other. They were the ones I went to Japan with. It was my friend Karen. She's, you know, not married, don't have any kids or anything like that. So she's got tons of disposable income, baby. <laughs> and, and what was that so life? She, I forgot that yeah. life. And so she travels. She travels, and she does. She's the she's the travel friend, but she's also the yeah. coordinator friend who's like. Hey, I'm those are great. Yeah. One of the best type of friends to have the one that's like, hey, we're going here. Here's how much it's going to cost for everybody per person. And this is what we're doing. And then you're like, yeah, OK, sure. Of course. And then you boom. And then now we're just like, uh, we're going to Hawaii. We went to Japan. I miss having I miss having type A friends over here. Like I have some who are pretty type A, but I only see them like here and there and they kind of do a lot of more like local things, mind you, COVID notwithstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also but like, yeah, I used to have friends who which just set just the whole thing up. Like, like, um, like, like I know when I had an ex-girlfriend that was over there and then you could just pick up and go to Southeast Asia, like super cheap. Right. Mm -hmm. like, you did go to like Thailand and Philippines and, yeah, what, over here, like you know how some people spring break what, over in Miami or in Mexico. Like over here, people spring break in Bali. What's super cheap? Like I'm trying to figure that out because some, you know, what's cheap for one is not cheap for the other. I don't know. Like you could do round trip to Japan. I've heard of some of my friends going there because like it was like something was like on sale for like six hundred bucks. So they went to Japan and back. Still not. You can like. I mean, it's cheaper than it would usually be. Uh, Bali can sometimes only cost like somewhere close to like three hundred bucks. That's so. not bad. Come on, that's cheaper than Disney. Yeah, and then once you're there, things are considerably cheaper. Cheaper than cheaper than Disney for whom? Like, uh, when you have children, that is not cheaper than Disney. We have children. What do you mean? Like, isn't you just Disney super freaking expensive? Disney is more expensive than what that is. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant to do the way around. If you have children, yeah, that's that's cheaper than Disney. But if you, <laughs> if it's just by yourself, you could do Disney on the fucking cheap. At least I can. Take I my have food to, with me. Yeah. <laughs> Take that's my food with I, me and do a fuck. <laughs> that's where it was. With like my now that we're visiting, you know, like I'm here with my mom. I remember like all the, the memories come back. Like you, we used to just drive. She'd pick us up from school on a Friday and be like, that's where we're going. And we like me and my brother would be like Disney World, and we would go with like a backpack full of sandwiches and bought like where you could just bring all your shit with you into the park, and it was like a treat if you got a Mickey ice cream, like it was like a treat. <laughs> and then you know, like now, now you walk like you walk through the door and you like you smell the popcorn, and it's like twenty three dollars. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the day, it's like I just have a very visceral memory of like eating an orange while staring at a churro. Right. Yeah. Everybody's got those big nasty turkey legs and you're there with your like ham and cheese like motherfuckers. I decimate those turkey legs every time I go. There's a picture of me at Horror Nights like just holding one like a caveman like ah, like you know like straight up Viking shit with it coming down off your face. I love those things. I've it never is. had one. What? Yeah. They're so good. Okay, is so here's the thing, thing with me. So here's the thing with me, right? Uh, because I'm a fat dude, I don't like doing fat people stuff. Meaning, yeah, I get that. I don't like, especially in public. But it's not that I'm ashamed or yet. I just don't want to be anybody looking at me, and being like, "Oh yeah, that's a fat." You know what I mean? Like, I, it took me a long time to have fr- uh, deep fried Oreos, even though the idea, the first time I ever heard it, sounded amazing. I was like, "That sounds amazing. I would love to have that." But I'm not going to have that. In fact, the only reason I had it. Uh, is because John Panay came out on while I was on stage, and he came out from the from the green room at the Miami Improv with a tray, and he said, "Try it." I literally interrupted my act, try it, and we had this whole thing back and forth, and it was great, and it was funny, whatever. And so that was the only reason I tried the fat orders, but I don't ever want to be the fat guy who's also the fat sloppy guy. Like with that like, sloppy. Happy. Well, the picture that you just mentioned of you with shit all over your face. But that was you, a gag. That was like yeah, me yes, yes. But if you exchange, I don't eat. I don't like eating chicken wings for the same reason. I literally get a. I literally stand up, stand a chicken wing on the plate, and then strip it with a fucking knife, and then just get the meat. Now here's, I don't like I, chicken wings. Let me ask you a question. What, and I understand it's your choice, whatever. But do you think they? Would suddenly understand if you're a fat guy when you do that, or not? Like that, that they see you doing that, like with the like eating a chicken leg or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, fat guy." You know, like no, they're just like, oh, they're just like, no, they're just, it's gonna be like, like oh, look at that. like it would be like, oh, that's why he's that. That's why he's fat. Look at him. It's like look, that. it's a very, it's a def- very different um, <clears throat> optic when you see like a little cutesy girl who happens to be getting messy because then you're like, oh, look at that, she's just digging in. And then when you see a person who's heavier, immediately like some people just it's a thing. Judging. Oh, it's the same I, thing. It's I, the same reason why. It's the same yeah. reason. Like when I was a kid growing up, we used to very stereotypically we fit the stereotypical mode of that we used to pack the fucking cars as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a five seater was not a five seater, bro. A five seater was like, let's pack this bitch in and let's see how many people we can get. And it's very stereotypical to the Hispanic community. It's like, yeah. don't know, whatever. 
So we did that for a long, long time. And then even in my teenage years, when you're a teenager, not because you're Hispanic, but because you're fucking broke and only one of your friends has a car. So we're going to pack this shit in. Right. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older and I was able to like afford a car or even even how shitty, no matter how shitty the car was, I was always with the logic of I don't want to fucking ever show up to a place and then have 10 people come out of a five seater. And then they'd be like, oh, look, there's all those Hispanic people. Like, there go those Hispanic people right. again. And so I, I always make it a point to be like, uh, what, whoever fits my car, fits my car, but we're not squeezing anybody in. With the sole exception of Supercon three years ago, when we were literally just going from the whole, from the convention center to back to our hotel, and we packed our minivan in. Like, it was like, all right, everybody coming. But, but it was like literally for more. And it's like, oh, fucking, you know, that I had no... Yeah, I did there's also a family vibe with that group that you went with too. Well, it's not even that. It's it's because I, I don't care. But there was never the judgment. I wasn't. Ne- I'm never worried about the judgment from the people I'm with. It's always like other people that mm-hmm. don't that see me and be like, those are those Hispanics again. But I knew that these uh, even going from the convention center to the hotel, I knew that only people around there were going to be nerds, and they're all the same. Like we're all the same. <clears throat> we're see, all the same. I, I I understand that because I do. I go through phases of that. I think where you're concerned. Like, I'll go through phases where I am concerned about what people think about how I look or how I act or whatever. And then there's some, mm-hmm. I'll go through other phases where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Because with the eating thing, right? Like, the eating in public. I'm going to be fat in public regardless of whether I'm having fun or not. Like, why don't I just yeah. have fun? You know what I mean? Like, they're going to see a fat guy eating something. Might as well no, I- something I'm going to love, you know? I mean, I get it logically. I get it logically, and I'm the first person. I promote body positivity all the time to people, and I try to hype everyone up, but I am not going to lie. Like, post-pregnancy body and, like, the weight I've gained and all this stuff, like, there are certain things I just don't do as innately as I used to, and it's some of it's, like, just... It's so weird and it's so hard to describe, but like sometimes I don't want to be seen and then I feel so fucked up for having that thought that I'm like, no, extra see me. Fuck you. I'm gonna get <laughs> and then real. I realize it's all happening in my head. I'm going to get real. Uh, Q, our friend Q, our mutual friend Q, just had her birthday barbecue two days ago, mm-hmm. like three days ago, whatever it was. And this was planned. There was a surprise thing that was planned by her wife and the whole thing, like weeks in advance. And only people who were invited were people who were vaccinated. It was like, that was like the thing. Like, you can't, you can't be, you can't come if you're not vaccinated or whatever. Okay. And, um, you know, it, it, there was a group chat and the whole thing, and I did not go because I have not. I gained so much weight during COVID in the last year, not the first thirty days, or mm. let me rephrase that, not just the first thirty days or not, but I haven't physically seen any of my friends. Like, mm. li- like really, like I, I mean, for our drive-by baby shower, a couple of them passed by and drove by, or whatever. But it was only for like two or three minutes at a time, and then they, they left. Um. And even then, it was already like, oh, whatever. But my point is, I didn't go to the barbecue because I was like, this is going to be the first time I see these people in over a year. And I felt so bad about myself that I was like, I don't want to go. I totally, this is the first time I'm saying this out loud mm. because I was just like, oh, I got shit to do, you know, the, the fucking kids and, you know, the, the baby. And I like, I totally, and not that I wasn't busy, but I, I know if I had not gained the 65 pounds that I had gained during COVID, I would have gone. 
but yeah, I get that. gain that much yeah. weight in that period of time. And th- it's not like these people have seen me every day for the last year. So it's like, oh, whatever. It's like they haven't seen me in a year. So I like in my mind, my fear was they're going to see me. And then because like, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, we haven't seen each other in a long. Like SNL had that skit, right? Where they're like every conversation that every person has when they see somebody for the first time since COVID. They're like, oh my God, how have you been? And da da da, like all the same bullshit conversation. But it's like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in a while. And I know their logic. I know their thought is going to be like, man, he's fucking getting weight, huh? Like, holy shit. Uh, at least that's the way I perceived it. That was my whole body. Uh, uh, I get, I get. I that. I, I and I felt bad. And I was like, Ugh. and then Missy was like, why aren't you coming? And I was like, oh, it's the baby and the guy, you know, whatever. That's uh. the baby. <laughs> my um, children. I'm worried about my children. <laughs> I turned into <laughs> that lady that sat next to Mike at the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not me. It's my child. Um, no, it, it's. I totally get it. I'll tell you this. I'm the heaviest I've been. I went to the doctor before I left down here a couple of days ago because I'm. Uh, I had my physical, you know, like my annual whatever, and I was confronted very rudely by the fact of my weight in a number form that I cannot ignore anymore. Because this whole time I've just been like, it's COVID, whatever. And then they're like, you're you weigh two ninety two, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here, really? I like, I was, I was almost like, 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 get the fuck out of here, like, no way. Who, who's who's pranking me? <laughs> this is this is purely a prank it's a, of some kind. It's a bit now on stage, and it's a good bit, and I'm, uh, but. You know the whole COVID thing has gotten me, given me a chance because now I'm unemployed, so now I have Medicaid, and it's so like it's giving me the chance uh, and the time because usually I'm really busy traveling and doing gigs. Mm-hmm. Go to the doctor for the first time in years, like years, to get like an and just a normal checkup, not like oh I have the flu, give me some antibi- antibiotics. It's like a normal checkup, and it's for the for the first time in easily six years that I went to the doctor. And so the story, the way the the real story went is that I went to the doctor that same day. I had a show in the, at the beach and Alex Morenzio, I don't know if you guys know, remember Alex, yeah. Alex Morenzio, he's an actual surgeon. He's a comedian on like he does comedy, but he's an actual surgeon at a hospital. Like he's a medical surgeon, right? I'm always like fucking super. Cause he's not like, just, pulmonologist. I thought he was no, he's like, he's in charge of surgery at at whatever hospital. He's like, you know, so he's a big deal, right? But he's a surgeon, so he's he actual medical knowledge. And I saw him that night, and he did that thing. He was like, "Man, you got him big, right?" You know that thing, which I did first. I was like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Fuck, you look great, whatever, blah blah." And he goes, "Hey, man, you doing great?" He goes, "How you doing?" I'm like, eh, "You know, whatever, fucking gaining weight, whatever." He goes, "Yeah, man, you got it, you know." So he gave me that doctor look, like, eh, "Yeah," and so. I asked, so I told him, I go, I went to the doctor for the first time today. And then, like, as I swear, he's so good because as a, as a doctor, he makes you feel like he cares, right? Because that's good bedside mm-hmm. manner. Now, he's an actual friend of mine, so I'm not saying he doesn't care. I'm just saying that I know that this is his doctor thing where he goes, what did they say? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the Marizio's fuck? like he, that, too. Was like, always oh, very yeah. good. Like- yeah, and, I, and then I was like, what the fuck do you think he said, Alex? What do you think he said? You think he said, oh, you're fine, you're doing good, and there's nothing I can give you, no fucking advice, you're doing, look, you're perfect, nothing. What the fuck do you think the doctor you're said? You're batting a thousand, buddy. You're, <laughs> you're and, like, <laughs> and weighing a thousand. Yeah, you're, so then that's what, I mean, that's the joke now on stage. I turned it into my wife, because it's too long to explain a friend, a medical friend, and blah, blah, but it was like, 
you know, I turned it into my wife asking, like, oh, what did the doctor say? Like, what the fuck do you think he said? What do you think that? Yeah. Like, what do you think he said? Like, what do you, oh, you're, you're great. I could give you no advice. You're, you're doing fine on your own. I should be asking, I should be getting your advice. I'm like, what, what do you think the doctor said? Look at me. What the fuck do you think he said? Um, I'm going to give you three guesses to what you think the priorities this doctor has for me right now. I'm going to give you three. But, okay, so yeah, I don't know. I think I, I took it a little insulting when I at, at the beginning of my pregnancy when I went in to see my my doctor and like one of the first things she told me is like, okay, cool. So we needed to talk about your diet so you don't get this, you don't get diabetes, all the stuff. And I was like, oh, bitch, I know I've gained some weight. Damn, like, like it was really, immediately really the first that. concern. Well, I mean, that should be the first concern. <laughs> that should be the first concern. Like, what did you what did you want? Do you want him to beat around the bush and be like, oh, so let's talk about your hair color. We're talking no. about, talk about the, the doctor. Like, I was I was going in fresh in a pregnancy. There's so many other things a doctor could have talked to me about, like my age, just like family history. Oh, and I that, but her because I'm uh, how old am I? Thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> How old am I? Perfect answer. How do I? I'm 35. I'm 35. I was 34 pregnant. And then it's considered a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah, I know. My wife turned 35 when she was seven months pregnant. And because they knew she was yeah, going to turn 35 during the pregnancy, they they classified her as a high risk, as a, high, as a geriatric. Yeah. They did that. And I'm like... But you're gonna give birth like two months after your 35th birthday. Who gives up? Like that's really still. And they're like, no, because the, that's like the magic number. It's like the moment you turn 35, mm -hmm. you if you are due the day after your 35th birthday, you are in that fucking. There's there's no gray. It's area. super comforting. Super comforting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, feel bad. But, well, I mean, so she the, was right. I ended up getting gestational diabetes. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, and she's like, well, I am a doctor, and I nailed it. So. Um, <laughs> Well, well, here's so going back to the thing. That's one of the things I'm dealing with now. Where you're, you know, how like you didn't want to go to this barbecue. I planned this vacation where I'm going to the beach with my friends who I haven't seen in years, and I'm going to be like here, probably snorkeling and hiking and yeah, I could be a uh, topless. Uh, the point <laughs> is, as the, as like a fat kid who wore t-shirts to the beach, you know, and she's like, no, there's that, there's inherently like this shame. But also there's there's this, this moment of like I genuinely like they're gonna like they're gonna see me do it. I'm gonna I'm not not gonna do it. I wasn't not gonna go to Hawaii. I wasn't not gonna go on vacation. I'm not not gonna do something because right. I'm like slightly embarrassed by what I look like. Yeah, or or there's, I'm gonna there's also hold on. There's also a difference between missing a neighborhood barbecue and fucking Hawaii. Yes, true. There's what also a difference. Like my level of shame may be at the level of missing of a, uh, a, a neighborhood barbecue gathering. I don't think it's quite at the level of not going to fucking Hawaii. Like no, no, that, I'm there's sure. a different level of shame. And also, but no, it just still does get to you. I have gone on certain trips like heavier than I'd like, and then I think in my head about like the photos that'll li like live forever and all that oh, stuff. And it's just so weird having that in your head, like. As long as you take them, you'll never see them again. So uh, I'll never be in them if you. I take them. That's a shot at you for not giving me my family's photos. Uh, I gave them to you. I don't understand where this reference comes from. Because me and my entire family, my mother, my father, my aunt, my sister, everybody, we went to, down to the beach and we took pictures and we never got those pictures. That's what the reference is. Literally. Honestly, to this day, I don't remember what happened to them. I don't. I, I don't. I think back and I'm like, I had them in my computer. I had them edited. I don't know what happened. Mike, quick question. 
how sure. badly are you hoping that everybody else gain weight too? Um, sure. I, well, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> how badly? Sure. Yeah, I know. It's a non-zero number, but also like I'm really trying not to think about it in those terms because mm-hmm. like man, this is what I look like right now. It's not going to be what I look like later. And it's not what I look like before, but this is what I look like now. The only thing, the only things that I worry about genuinely as someone who's like in the last year I had COVID, my lungs are still weird. You know, like I don't give a shit as much about how I look now as being able to do stuff like genuinely, like when I broke my arm and I was like, I wasn't able to use my right hand, my fucking dominant hand. Um, nothing but strangers for me, you know, I had to go lefty. And the everything was harder to do. I couldn't climb. I was like, I felt like invalid. Like I couldn't do shit. So it's become, it's shifted into this thing of like, it's, I don't give a shit about what I look like. As long as I can do something, I'll get where I'm going later. I'll look different mm-hmm. later. You know, like you're never going to like, I'm trying. And, and look, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm, I'm saying, but it's a conscious thought that I have to have where I'm like, I, it's, but like I was saying, like if I'm eating a turkey leg, it's not like they're like, oh, look at Mike, how thin and svelte he's looking. And then I put a turkey leg to my lips and they're like, oh, no, I was wrong. He's fat. You know, like there's not going to be that delineation. Right, right. But here's the thing, you know, Mike. And, it's going to reveal I, to them that I look like this. But here's the thing, Mike. Your level of fat is not my level of fat. Like that's just a, it's just a, it's your it's the heaviest you've been, which is you know, again, I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, you're. I, I don't want to be dismissive because I hate people that go, you're not fat, and then I just fucking dismissive. Like that's the way you feel. If you feel, if right, you right, feel right. fat, then you feel fat. Like it's not. It's not whatever. It's not a competition. Yeah. It's not any of that. It's just a level of fat. It's like if I weighed what you weigh right now, measuring four inches shorter, I will be back to my pre-COVID time. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. But so it's a level I, of. I, I can, just look, like, I you know, it's funny. I, I could I could see the listeners right now doing the math. Like, it's like that scene in in, in, um, in uh, the oh god, the hangover. But truth be told, the the, I, the it boils down to I don't I don't mind looking fat. I hate feeling fat. Those are two very different things. Those are very different things. And it's it's worse when you, when it's both, (laughs) when you look and feel fat. (laughs) That's the worst. I I mean, I'm being honest, man. I went to uh, North Carolina for Christmas, and my in-laws have a beautiful, like, their backyard is like one of those, they have a backyard that's fenced in, right? But, like, right outside, like, you leave those fences, and, like, the rest of the area is, like, a communal, like, huge there's a lake and there's trees and there's like a yeah. huge thing. It looks like and a country order, music video. Right. What in order to get spaces. In order to get to the lake, it's a bit of a fucking hike. And I don't mean like a drastic hike. I mean, I wasn't able to do it. I was able to in 2018, I was able to fucking do that hike. Mm. 2019, I was able to do that hike. And then came December 2020 when I was there, and I was like gasping, and I was like, my feet were fucking just yelling. My feet were like, dude, yeah. what the fuck? Because it was like the first kind of activity, physical activity that I had done in a year. Mm. And it was, it got down to the point where every day they were like, we're going to go for a walk. Nary, you want to come? And I'm like, no, I'm all right. I'll just sit here and watch TV. For the simple fact that I knew, I was like, I'm, I don't want to, that's going to be dangerous for me to be fucking making that hike. And it's not a crazy hike. Like, I wish I could show you the walk. It's a nice walk. 
it's like a nice rock. There's yeah. a hill. There's a little bit of a hill at one point, and it goes like it's you know, but it's nothing crazy. It's nothing like man, you got to be a fucking triathlete to make like my kids make that walk easy. Like it was well, kind of shit. Like that's, I was like, that's oh, that vicious cycle though. That's that vicious. I trust you, man. I do that thing where I like because I wake up early to go to work, and then when I get home, I'm exhausted. I wake up at five in the morning, and then I get I get out of yeah, work. I'm just says numbers are hard. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing the math in her head. Yeah, but. <laughs> I so I went to so so like I'll I'll crash you know and then I'll get like really like inactive because then the cycle perpetuates that inactivity you know like because then now it's harder to start doing workouts again and I bought a kettlebell but ah fuck I'm not gonna do the kettlebell thing ah you know like and because because it like there is that genuine that starting point of um it sucks like at the beginning yeah. like remember when you were doing CrossFit. And you yeah. were like digging it. You were like liking it. Yeah. I like that. That feeling of like starting every time is fucking trash. It's the worst because you you because you, okay there, there's it. no like shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. You have it's, to do it. I got on the uh, I I bought an elliptical and uh, during COVID because I like, I'm gonna work out during COVID and you know I, two weeks like a week last week I started doing five minutes and I had to take a yeah. break. I couldn't do five minutes straight. Uh, and I keep telling myself, oh, it's an elliptical slash Stairmaster. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but fuck you. That's like five. You couldn't like I literally had to split up the five minutes in between two and a half minute fucking time yeah, like, intervals. And it was and the next day I felt like I had worked out like I didn't work out. That's not a workout. No. You doing well, the elliptical five minutes is not is a workout. Like, haven't done like, anything in my in a mind, while. Like, You do have to be kinder hard. to yourself. It's hard for me to do be kinder to myself because in my mind. I'm telling myself in 2018 you were doing an hour on the elliptical. That's you the, were like that's the killer. There. That's the killer. You're comparing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that. This is what you are now. That, like it, denying. Like so. If you have that thought, like you, it, if it, it's only a bad thought if it stops you from doing it again tomorrow, right? right. Like that's where. Like you know who you know we should fucking get on here. Like have you seen Will Watkins? Yes. Have you seen that motherfucker? He's actually in oh Palm Beach. Right He's in Palm He's Beach. In Palm you saw it too, uh, uh, Steph. He is fucking. We, we keep saying he looks like Aquaman. He's like jacked up comic book Aquaman, like shredded, ripped, but like cut, fucking zero body fat. And yeah. and then I, I talked to him, and he's like, "Oh, it's because I there's something wrong with my brain. I hate my body, and I have to work out every day, or else I feel weird." And I'm like, "Man, I wish I had that version." Of I wish mine went in that direction. But you, here's <laughs> the thing, and I'll be honest: that one, and I go keep going back to 2019, Mary. But like that one year was the one year where I was like going to the gym every day. I remember, Mike, we saw we saw in uh, Endgame that that yeah. year when you came down, and you even you even told me like, "Hey, man, you look like you're fucking working out. Your shoulders look like they're muscular. They're actually muscular." And I was still fat by every definition i'm just saying it was not the same kind of fat i was like fit fat when my friend don gray calls fit fat he's like no you're fit, fit fat. fat you're like you're fat but you're fit you could you could run and you could, you're still a big dude but you could anyway um you hear that i compliment that was, my friends i compliment that, my guy friends you yeah that was but that was the logic that was the train of thought that i had that year that whole year was like if i took a day off i was like oh, okay i gotta hit it harder tomorrow like it was one of those People had to talk me down from having a day off. Like I had to have people who were like extremely fit, like or trainers, say your body needs a rest. Needs rest. Yeah. Like they need, but they had to tell me that over and over and over again. That now, 
if if somebody goes, your body needs a rest, I'm like, got it. I'm good. All right. Yeah, thanks. Bro. Already there. If, You're if right. Somebody I have been working too hard. You're right. I've been pushing. If, it. Um, if somebody tells me right now, hey, get on the elliptical, I'm like, bro, rest is as as important as, as exercise. <laughs> <laughs> like we need a rest. <laughs> Look, check this out. Rookie, let's check out some comments. Rookie uh, says, in COVID time, five minutes on the elliptical equals an hour of CrossFit. Uh, that sounds bro, about right. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to go lungs. with. Man. Um, but I'm, uh, you know, and, and I hate doing that, but I'm like, uh, like, I don't want to be that guy that's announcing it, but like, that was an, uh, that was a kick in the fucking nuts, uh, going to the doctor. Uh, I went to the doctor like a couple weeks ago and then the cardiologist was like, so how much do you walk? And I was like, from my car to wherever the fuck I'm going. And then he was like, he goes, but how much can you walk? And he said, how much can you walk? I go, I don't know. And, he, and I was like, what do you mean? And then I was like, I don't know. He goes, I don't know. I don't walk. And he goes, what do you mean you don't walk? Like he, he was very confusing. Like at the mall. Like I'm like, the mall? Where are you fucking COVID? We're yeah, being, really, where are you going? Like, we're being told not to leave. <laughs> Cardiologist doctor says this and says, oh, you listen? <laughs> wow. Okay. Then you're like. Well, my uh, mother-in-law has a house with a fence and a walk, and, a <laughs> and you're like, you're like, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, true. yeah, you're, but you, it's a hundred percent like, like, okay, I turned forty this year, and I am as soon as I'm done with this vacation thing, that's when I'm because you know I've done it, I like I've done it before, like I I went to the yeah. fire academy, I got in shape, I did the whole slow carb thing, I got I lost weight, as soon as I'm back. I'm going to like I'm not gonna ring in forty, weighing two hundred ninety pounds. I'll tell you that much right now. And, well, and not like after Hawaii, not after Hawaii, buddy. You're looking at a good three bills after Hawaii. <laughs> That's oh, I'm sorry. Um, We're trying to be positive. No, no, no. You're right, man. Don't fucking. No. no, no, no. But here's the thing. Ironically enough, I'm worse at home when I can just order shit to my house because I'm tired. I I told that to people. I told that to people all the time about it's being harder. on a script. About being yeah. on cruise ships, they, they think the other way around. They're like, how do you, you know, when again going back to that one year, like, oh, you're losing, you're going to, like, how, you know, how's your eating on the ships, man? Like, that must be difficult. I'm like, it's so much harder when I'm home. Yeah. When I'm on a ship, it's there's a there's a schedule, there's a regimen, there's like there's also that. someone else is like prepping the food for you, so yeah, you're already that's, like there. And that's literally what I tell them. I'm like, when I'm on the cruise, there somebody else is professionally cooking for me. All I have to do is just select the right food. It's a buffet. Like yep. I just have to sell, just not don't pick the chocolate cake. Go to the grilled chicken. Don't pick the chocolate cake. Go back over. Like it's just one of those things. It's way easier when you're not at home because when you're at home, you're you're like. And I think that I think Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. What do you feel when you're at home and you're by yourself, or even when you're with loved ones? Like you don't feel judgment. So you're like, I don't. Yeah. It's yes. Like I'm also, gonna eat whatever I want. I'm comfortable. You it's a comfortable that that feeling of comfort is also a big one because especially now with like COVID and after my breakup when I was just like, I, I you know like 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 there was some change there was like a like dynamic shift where I'm like ah, I don't want to fucking cook for myself and what am I gonna food prep I'm gonna cook a mountain of food I'll just order food, but then you order food you call up the the, the you know and even in New York where you have like a million different options I'm not ordering fucking salad are you crazy. I'm yeah. gonna pay thirty dollars for them to deliver a fucking Caesar salad to my house. I'm gonna pay. You know, also, you know what I mean? like, 
these are shot is pretty awful for you, by the way. Yeah, it's actually really like. So you might as well get the bird. You might as well. Caesar salad is the most. It's the most lying piece of fucking just. It's a lying piece of shit. That food. It's like, oh, you are so. Uh-uh, you fucking tricked yeah. me. You you told me you were healthy, but you are actually a thousand calories, man. What the fuck? It's like the man? word salad's in the name. The word salad. It says salad. I mean, it's, it's, salad. it's a potato salad, too, yeah, though. I, I mean, the McDonald's it's a macaroni McShakers. salad. I mean, McDonald's McShakers. It's fine, right? Everything's fine. I'll be on eight. So years and years ago, when I first lost weight, when I was like 300 pounds before and I lost a bunch of weight, it was, I, it was, it was because of the routine. It was because I worked on Monday. I worked at a bank. I worked, I worked like a set hour job and I would mm-hmm. literally eat the same thing every day for six months. And I lost like a hundred pounds. I got down to like yeah. 15 and yeah. I'll, I will tell you those McDonald's salad things, anything, anything that's not you going crazy. Like I would eat like a yogurt, a banana for breakfast, a salad uh, with an extra grilled chicken thing for lunch. And then for dinner, my mom was doing Weight Watchers at the time and she would cook Weight Watchers, but she was still serving Cuban style. Like she would serve, she was like a mountain. Yeah, like yeah. A mountain. <laughs> it's she a mountain of healthy food. And you're like, well, it's still a mountain, mom. You don't need like, a mountain of healthy food. It's healthy. It's healthy. And I'm like, mom, it's overflowing off of the side. And then I'll take that <laughs> and I'll throw, you know, like I'll put back uh, half of it. And and I genuinely lost weight and I gave myself a cheat day. And that was genuinely like for six months straight. And I lost a ton of And I would go to Puerto Tropical and yeah. I would get. A half a chicken and with the two Caesar salads. My God, I remember it's like this. And I would eat it in the car, like some kind of like it was like a. They should have had like sad soundtrack music playing, like a weird, like the weird sad montage. So you know, you know what I had for lunch today. You know what I had for lunch today. I had a. I went to Puerto Tropical yesterday, and I got the chicken, uh, the chicken breast platter, which comes with two grilled chicken breasts, just two. And then for the sides, I just got beans. I didn't get any rice. I just got beans. Right. And uh, so that was yesterday. So yesterday I, I I ate one chicken breast and one of the little beans and I made and I got myself some avocado. One and bean. that was my. Yeah. What's one bean? Just one bean. And that was my. And that was my. And then plus. Yeah. Just a, uh, and then just one. And then and a half avocado. And then today I ate the other half of the avocado, the other chicken breast and then the other bean. Like that's what I, I had to split that shit up. And. I, when I was done eating, I was like, all right. I just looked at my plate because I knew I had the other chicken breast, the other bean, the other half of the avocado there. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I, I could house that. And then in my mind, there was a part of me that literally said, it's all healthy. Just eat it. It's fine. It's all healthy. And I was right. like, no. Yeah. I literally stopped myself and be like, no, you cannot fucking do it. So I'm on this two-week bender of eating healthier. Yeah. And this week specifically doing really well, you know, uh, as far as, and I'm back on the tracking my meals thing. Like Mike knows about, like anything time you track everything you eat it really does put up it really does help you go oh because if not you just go i didn't eat bad today didn't you forget like you forget yeah. that you had that fucking yeah but i end up running the risk like because i was doing my fitness pal like ages ago and at some point it starts getting a bit unhealthy the other way too though because i was yeah. i was in the middle it's of like addiction. it's definitely it really was like i was tracking everything and like it projects how much you could lose or you wouldn't lose depending on how you ate today like if you ate today it would take you this long to lose this weight yeah. and if you have a Which specific not- goal and you're trying to hit something it's yeah. not the best thing to paint on a singular day 
So, because then all of a sudden I would have, I, like, I'd have days just like so I satisfied myself and seeing a smaller number. I would eat kind of less than I really should be eating because I wanted to make up for the other day, whatever. To make up for the other days. But too many days like that, that's not good for your body. Like, yeah. it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm running the risk of having an ED in the other direction. Like, if I keep doing things like that. So it's, it's just really weird. Function? Yes. You're running the risk of erectile dysfunction? Is that what? That's the EDI? I'm yeah, constantly at risk for that. Wow, that sucks. I'm like, fuck that. I'd rather be fat. Uh, <laughs> wait, sorry. Uh, real quick, before we keep on going, I just want to make sure the listeners know and the viewers know. Uh, if you are not a viewer, if you're just listening to this on the audio form, because there's a lot more people still listening to the audio form, and we thank you for that. Uh, just know that we can watch us live uh, every Wednesday on Facebook or YouTube or, or Twitch, and we are at WooBroPod all across the board, W-U-B-R-O-P-O-D, uh, and you can watch us live. You comment just like Rookie did, just like Yolanda did. Uh, Tanya actually did comment earlier, and she was talking about economy style, uh, the, the vacations. Yeah. Um just so we were on a roll, so I couldn't get, I couldn't stop it. But to the audio listener, watch us on live and, and participate, be part of the show. Um, also, if you, uh, we have a new Cash App feature where if you want to donate to the show, uh, it would be greatly appreciated because all of this shit takes money that I don't really have. So Cash <laughs> App is uh, the dollar sign W U B R O P O D. So it's ca- dollar sign Wubro Pod. Uh, if you want to donate, uh, uh, rookie has donated in the past many, many times. So I thank him for that. Uh, every year he, he seems to rookie donate. is the best man. Rookie's yeah. the day one, man. He's the OG. Yeah. Is he the, was he the first? Who was the first? It was rookie. There was another guy, uh, Izu that w- it was yeah. like rookie and Izu were the OGs. Correct. I remember those like, we had Correct. a fan. They yeah, us we, have, or whatever. we have one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, thank you guys for that. Uh, I did want, I did have oh, something I that, I, that oh, I didn't mean to press it. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what is that? That was uh, the Batman. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Uh, hold on. So there's a couple things um that i wanted to talk about i was watching a tv show with my kids and it's called the loud house i don't know if you guys have seen this cartoon it's a cartoon it was on nickelodeon and it's about a family that has 11 children and they're all women except for one dude one boy so and very progressive show Mm -hmm. it's a cartoon the one little boy's best friend his parents are interracial gay it's an interracial gay couple and i was like yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's fucking cool. Like I was like, oh, that's cool. Like to be all right. Anyway, uh, my point to bring this up is that they had an episode like they do with every sitcom where they have to take care of the egg for ah, home economics. Yes. And I was and my that my daughter asked me if I ever did that, and I said, No, I never did that. Now I know in my school at one point they were doing bags of flour. Yeah. And, instead of the egg. They were they had to put a diaper on the bag of flour and they were taking care of the bag of flour. And my and my question is, did you guys ever do that? I had to do the egg. Okay. I had to do. I don't remember doing the egg for my egg had a little face. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. draws a face on the, on the egg. Yeah. You get very attached to it when it has a face. <laughs> I get it confused with the dropping the egg from like you had to create a safety cage or something for the egg in science class. I get that confused all the time where I'm like, I didn't, ha- I, I dropped my baby off of a roof. I, I don't, I don't remember. 
No, I remember. That's not the same thing. But I aced it. It's like, okay, we're going to raise this child for a week, and after a week, you're going to launch it off of this. You know, like. See, I wonder why he's live? so anti children now as a grown up. I wonder why he's I so wonder. like, I don't want kids. <laughs> I'm doing It's like the beginning of 300 where they throw the malformed children into the cave. Uh, I I like, I, uh, I could just see Mike. I could just see Mike doing this experiment as a kid and being like, "Yeah, this is the way to do it. This <laughs> is the way to do it." And that's and that's why he doesn't want to have kids. They're like, "Do you want to have kids?" And he has those traumatic. He's like, "I don't want to have to throw them off from a cage." Like, what? What are you fucking talking about? Like, he's just no, all right. I, guess. I only got to like, see. Fuck. It's like a joke. It's like in the the in the Mandalorian. The first every time the Mandalorian armor would hit the thing. The hammer. She, he would have like some weird flashback every time someone yeah. hands me a baby. I'm like <laughs> fighting the urge to throw the baby. Like, so like you had you had like, like baby. The, but people have that actual intrusive thought all the time. Like I don't know how many times I've carried yes, someone's baby. Yeah. And I'm like, what if the neck falls? <laughs> what yeah. if they fall? You, like you could just hand Mike a baby, and he's like, so do we put it in the cage and throw the cage off the roof? <laughs> And then like, okay, we'll take that back. Thank you. <laughs> no. Or like, it's like, hey, Mike, are you gonna have any kids? It's like, no, because I don't want to have to kill it in a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. You gotta have a you kid. Know the, you know the rules. You know the and rules. Like, no, that's not actually how it goes. But you did the egg thing. I never did the egg thing, and I took um, oh, I didn't. Okay, so I took a home economics class in seventh grade, and then I took um. What's the name of the course? Um, fucking A, dude. Now I'm blanking on the name of the course, but it was the cooking course. It wasn't exactly home economics because oh, home economics yeah. wasn't just cooking, food production. That's what it was. It was food production one, two, and three. I took that uh, in two years because I wanted to be a baker. Like There was a point in time where in my life where I wanted to be a baker. Yeah. And then my junior year, I went to a technical school for half the year to be a baker, the whole thing. But I never, I never took a home economics class, and so there was never like food production is not the same as home economics. Economics, home economics is they teach you about budgeting your 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 like it's a very useful class. They teach you about sewing and 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 and, and cooking, yes, but they yeah. also teach you about balancing checkbooks and like like what goes like that. It's a real fucking helpful class, but I never took it in high school, so I never. I don't know if that's a class. I'm gonna assume that's the class. Where these egg things were done, but I, I never. I did mine in seventh grade as well, though. The egg thing was egg thing? middle school. Yeah. Yeah. My for me, it was school was religious, so they didn't give home ec to boys because that's for broads. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's that they, my school didn't have really have home ec or anything like that. My high school, from middle school on, I remember I was in sixth grade. Before I went to private school, I was in public school, and they had all of these classes where you could do. Um, I, I, it was like half of the year was home ec and the other half was something else, civics or something. And Type then, it. yeah, something. And then you switch. <laughs> but for some reason, I never got to do the home ec side. I never got to. I never got to do home ec. They switched me to like an art class or music class or something else. And mm-hmm. I was always like, I, like I, I was like you, man. I loved. I wanted to learn how to cook. I wanted to learn how to do all that shit. I, I wanted right. to have that kind of like I wanted to know how to do things. I wanted auto shop. I wanted driver's ed. I wanted all of those like man, I give a fuck about, you know, like science is great. You know, yeah, it's good. Science, math, sure, fine. But also like why would I like why do you use math or science? And then they show you in home ec that you're like, okay, here's how you mix two cups yeah. of this 
Yeah, those are practical. Like, like, like yeah. those courses are practical versions of the math and science. Like, these are like, exactly. hey, this yeah. is you're actually using yeah, applications to what, it. You know, it's, um, Yolanda says that he that Mike was doing the Heisman. With <laughs> oh yeah, I Heisman everybody's baby. That if I would have been over there right now, I would have Heismaned uh, little Lucy. I would have Heismaned. You know, like you get the baby and you hold it. I've done it to both my nieces. And then I have inspired other people to do it also because I randomly would get photos of like my friends from work. My friend sent me uh, her husband Heismaning their new baby. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like you hold, you know, you do the, the husband. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think you're in shape for that right now. Though. So I don't know. If you need to, <laughs> <laughs> to hold. A, well, no, because you, you, well, you got to stand on one leg. Baby. You got to stand on one leg. This isn't just holding the baby. You got to stand on one leg, Mike. Come on. You got to stand uh, on one leg. And then you got to jump, the jump off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why you need the extra fitness. I want to like. so much of this show to be taken out of context. Like, there's going to be clips <laughs> to be like, yeah, Mike's going to kill a fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is the clip right now. 51 minutes. That's the clip. I want. People will be like, yeah, Mike is going to be taking killing a baby. That, that's going to be the clip. And please watch Woo Bro. Uh, Years <laughs> from now when I'm running for public office, they'll be like, you want this baby killer to be <laughs> leading your you He Heisman babies off the roof. <laughs> this is crazy. Speaking of off the roof, J-Lo and Ben Affleck are back. So I know Mike is dying to talk about this. <laughs> Look, honestly, I just feel like it's like nature is resetting. (laughs) Things are going back to how they were. Missy literally called me and said, BFF, you're the only one I could talk to about this. It's been confirmed. I'm like, what? He goes, it's been confirmed. Confirmed. Ben and J-Lo are back. She's like, and then she's just standing there looking at me, and I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. And Missy, just reference, call me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, but here's the thing, though. She was like, what do you think? And I was like, well, uh, I don't like this idea. And she's like, why? And this is, I mean, I know if it's not already a hacky joke, I know it's going to be a hacky joke, but she told me, like, day one. So when I said it, it wasn't hacky. I'm sure it's hacky now. But I was like, because if he gives her yet another ring, she's going to complete the gauntlet. Yeah. will have total power. So then, I thought you were going to say, I don't want to see Gili too. Well, no. But here's the thing. Reality. real. And again, this is total conjecture because I don't know these people. These people, for the most part, are like, I don't know them. So... Uh, you know, this is total conjecture. What I'm about to say, but it seems like whenever somebody dates Jennifer Lopez, because she is on, she's a very classy broad, and she's a very like Ben Affleck for the most part, unless he's with J Lo, is a very t-shirt and jeans and a baseball cap kind of guy. And everybody that dates J Lo, including Ben Affleck, gets into a three-piece suit, slick back hair, and the whole fucking thing. But he and- looks good. I'm not saying he, he's a that guy's a dreamboat. Fuck anybody who says otherwise. That guy's a dreamboat. Here's my problem with this: is that he is an addict. He has problems, and I don't think the lifestyle of being that fucking bougie, you know, three piece suit. I don't think that lifestyle is conducive to somebody who's in recovery. Again, total conjecture. I'm not in recovery. I'm not an addict. Not of alcohol, anyways, because you know, food. Yeah. I'm there. But I just don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be good for him. Hope I'm wrong. You could just kind of refocus on health, though. I'm a big fan of uh, Ben Affleck, uh, both on and off screen. I'm a big fan of uh, Ben Affleck. 
Um, but that's the only thing I'm thinking about. I don't hate J-Lo. I don't judge her. I know a lot of people are like, she just broke up and she's already with another. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Who gives a shit? I'm not slut shaming her. I'm not, I don't do any of that. But I, I am thinking to myself, I don't know if this is the best thing for Ben. That just that's here's here's where I'll say here's where I'll say talking about him like we're fucking first yeah, name yeah. basis. I'm talking yeah. about him like he's my friend. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, here's my take on it. They're in their fifties. Let them do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like who cares? <laughs> J Lo's fifties. She's not like a like a like. You know how people make a big deal about like a younger woman dating an older man or whatever. Like, oh, they're being, you know, like, oh, she's she's only eighteen or nineteen, and then the guy's like thirty-seven or thirty-eight, and it's like, well, yeah, fine. That's you know, there's some qu- questionable stuff that can be looked into as a have have he been talking to her since before she was a, when she was a minor and all that stuff. Oh, like the grooming. These people kind are in their, of- yeah, these people are in their fucking fifties. Do you know how many people have like fucked up relationships? It's just such a wasted effort to try and talk to like. Who cares? She dated Mark Anthony and did fucking, you know, they're they're doing fucking coke and shit like that. Like she's she's known to be like this huge diva running, like she demand very demanding person. And it's like she's fucking fifty and super famous and still super hot. Like she's she's like upper echelon stardom. She's doing fine. <laughs> they 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 don't live in the same world as you and me and whoever else. They don't live yeah. in the same world. Even, even she did, she's like, that's the thing with A-Rod. He's the, one of the like biggest names in the professional baseball. She eclipses him. Like she is so much more fucking famous than anyone oh, she will ever be in her comes. life. She's a man eater. I'm not saying she's a man eater. I'm saying that they're like she's the same a man eater. She's, she's not. She's yeah, not. Dude, think, think about her. Like, think about her. Like, uh, yes, we've probably seen her with these let's men. First, but. Let's first clarify what a man eater is. I'm not saying man eater in a negative way. I'm saying that she goes through dudes because they're not tough enough to hang with her. That's the way I'm saying man eater. She chews them out and spits them out because they I can't she, like, run laps around them. I think it has to do with fame. Like, like I, I mean, like it has to do with the fact that I like, know Mark Anthony was pretty fucking famous when they got. Yeah, but it's not a super that's, crossover famous. But that's what. That, but they're, they're, that's different also. Like, cause she was Hollywood famous. Mark Anthony yeah. is not Hollywood famous. You know what I mean? Like, J-Lo is fucking J-Lo. You know what I mean? Like, Mark Anthony was like this Sacero, and he's a, huge in the Latin community, and we know who he is. Yeah. And he's like this icon to Latinos, but he wasn't fucking famous famous. And then she was dating that... Remember when he sang the National Anthem? Remember when he sang the National Anthem at the... Uh, at the um the All-Star Game, the, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game a few years ago, he sang the National Anthem, and white people lost their fucking minds because they wanted a, quote, American to sing the fucking National Anthem, and, like, he's Puerto Rican. Yeah. No, it's because they changed up the rhythm. You don't remember? It was like, oh, say, can you see? They said, like, they said, oh, Jose. That's what happened. They changed it to oh, Jose. They added a little bit of seasoning ah, okay. onto the fucking song, and they lost their shit. Like, my point being is that these people are so fucking good. This guy, with all of the shit that went down with Justice League, he was going to be Batman. He was, he's already, like... Had he he's gone through his arc of trouble, you know, like let him just be with this fat ass Puerto Rican chick who's richer than God and more famous than anyone else you'll ever meet in your life, and let him just have his life. He's fine. Like, oh, I'm not they, saying don't let him have that. I'm just I'm saying I'm worried about. You. about 
yeah, I yeah. think it's so many people like are like talking about it like it's your friend Kevin who works at AutoZone. It's not. It's <laughs> J Lo and Ben Affleck. It yeah. is not. They're gonna be fine. And if they're not, who gives? He's a- also a lot. He's also a lot more established now that they're getting yes. back together than when they first got together. Because like he, he wasn't, he, he already had won the Oscar when they first got together. No, he had, but he don't forget, like just because someone wins the Oscars doesn't mean that the masses he was, know them. But he either. was pretty established. He, he was an he wasn't not, not he like was now. Armageddon. He was in Armageddon. But not like now. Post like Batman. Obviously like he's more famous now because he's yeah. still he's been in the career, but he's not exactly. You're using the word, we use the word established. He's just more famous now. Because he's been doing the same thing longer, but he's like closer to like the beginnings. No, no, I'll say now he's well. Now he's an Oscar-winning director and producer. Yeah, it's like they've done much more than just he wrote the screenplay for Good He won the Oscar, but then he went and did Phantoms. You know what I mean? Like, there's a you know, like he's it's very different than what he's doing now. He's he was he was just some like young Hollywood guy, and also like he was a dick. Like he was doing a whole bunch of like 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 weird shit with like going after girls and all these things mm-hmm. and cheating on his wife and all that stuff and drinking and part you know like he had a, he had his you know, demons he had he his has, demons bro i'm not judging him i'm just saying that <laughs> i don't know when you call him a dick it kind of feels old. like you're judging him it kind of well no like i mean he was, he was he was doing things that were dick <laughs> like he was a dick <laughs> It doesn't mean he's a dick now. He was a dick then. I agree. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of uh, Ben Affleck, and I hope I hope it yeah. goes. I hope he, I hope it works out. I'm just worried about him. Is all I'm saying. Again, I, I know it's ridiculous to say that because I've never met the man. I don't know the guy. I'm just uh, in my mind. It's like he you, you're gonna get all dressed up and caught up, and then you're gonna go to these fancy parties, and they're gonna have booze, and then it's uh, it's not. He's gonna lose stuff. his job at Foot Locker, man. Poor poor <laughs> Ben. <laughs> Little Benny, oh, you, saw Benny? you saw Benny, Benny from the hood. You saw Benny from yeah. the Bronx. <laughs> Benny, Benny, Benny from the Bronx. He lost his job at the Foot Locker, bro. What are you gonna do, man? He got in with the wrong oh. girl, bro. Look, I just oh, need good. this. I just need this bit of nostalgia, okay? Like they're getting back together. Gen Z's finally discovering squirts. Like, <laughs> like there's certain <laughs> things that are happening. They are. Oh, they what? are. How are those two the same? It's time periods. <laughs> Cyclical <laughs> things being cyclical. There's a thought process oh, there. No, I understand. It does. It does feel very much. There's a there's an author I like called uh, Kurt Vonnegut. He's he's wrote this book called Time Quake. Of course. And it, you know you know Kurt Vonnegut. Um, yes. But he but he did he did a book where like time skips back ten years, and then everybody's mm-hmm. forced to relive the same events of those ten years without being able to change it. So everyone's just on like autopilot for those 10 no, years, knowing everything's going to happen. Yet. So Neri is of the mindset of like, no, <laughs> the J-Lo, <laughs> they're just going to do everything exactly the same. It's not, it's, not, it's not even about it being exactly the same. I just feel, I mean, look at everybody she dates. She never hangs out in a like t-shirt and hoodie and type of like she's not you know like every couple there's one couple like whenever somebody starts dating especially with celebrities there's there's like the picture of Sierra when she was uh, dating that rapper and she was dressed like he dressed which was very rapper ish right uh, and then she meets her now husband the quarterback from the uh, Seattle uh, Sonics Wilson uh, what's his name I forget Russell his name Wilson. Russell Wilson, and now she's like he's dressed in suits, and she's like dolled up, and like 
evening gown. Yeah, it happens, it happens in couples, though. There's that meme where it says, like, it's all like that inspiration or that fake inspiration shit that's on Instagram. And she's like, you know, depending on who you're with, it's who you, you know what I mean? It's who, that type of shit. Like, you get with the right man and, and he takes you and he brings you up, not, not he, you know, whatever the fuck. And I always think about I always think about that with J Lo because I was like J Lo like J Lo always brings her dudes up like you are if you want to date me we like I feel like get at my level yeah I feel like I feel like if where she takes applications to for people to start dating her she has to go through the closet I feel like she has to go through the closet like I got to go through your closet and see if, if you can handle this. Fucking sign me up. Where do I apply? Yeah. Where online service? Are they on Indeed.com? Like, where do I apply for? He he was wasn't he wasn't he in uh, in that in that on that website that Tinder for celebrities? Oh yeah, oh, Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But here's the thing. He he was dating Anna de Armas just recently. Like most oh. recently, he was Anna de Armas is Cuban actress. She was in Knives Out. That's she, right. She That's was, right. That's she right. was in uh, <laughs> Blade Runner twenty twenty forty nine. She's Beautiful. Like she's stunning. She's st- like, you, did you see Knives Out? Did you see Knives Out? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I loved it. But she's dressed I'm talking to Stephanie. Stephanie, did you not oh. see Knives Out? I have barely seen anything this year. I have a tiny eight month old. It came out in like early 2020, late 2019. I my mindset was not mm-mm. so yeah, it's, it's a good it, movie. It's a good movie, but uh, she plays the only uh person of color now. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> like that's kind of we got one, all right. Like, she's Cuban, actually. Well, the, the oh, wow, she, she yeah, was Latina. I said Latina. Why oh, you gotta wow. claim her, Mike? I said uh, Latina. Specific- we're all claiming her. We're all claiming her. No, specificity is uh, the most important thing. No, can we no. claim her? She's beautiful. I want to claim her. She's Latina. <laughs> I said Latina, and then Mike is she's Cuban, actually. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, same, same. <laughs> I mean, we're both right. Just one of us is more right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's a Cuban uh, Spanish actress, so. But yeah. what I was more gonna say, <laughs> just like every Cuban, you know how every Cuban is. Oh, my my family's from Spain. Are they? Yeah. Where else are they from, though? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but he was dating her, and then like, like here's the thing, like, what if he's just bo- like, um, like he because he seems like a normal dude with Jennifer Garner. He has his kids and all that stuff, and that didn't work out. They co-parent, but also like, hey, I want a companion. And then J Lo is also richer than God and needs somebody in the in the in that world to like be with some. Like, why wouldn't you pick someone at your same? You know, like, I mean, they're not at the same level, but they're. I mean, he's fucking. He was Batman. And she's J Lo, but hasn't had a hit in a little while. You know what I'm saying? She's she's J Lo on the decline. Right? I'm they're like more, they're more even out. Well, not necessarily decline. I wouldn't say decline. She's plateaued. She's still J Lo. She's still amazing. Oh. She's still J Lo. She's still J Lo. But she's not like like when she, you know. Remember how she was like in every movie. She was like in two movies every year, and then had an sure. album come out, a video with Ja Rule or whatever, and then like like she was everywhere. Now she's not as everywhere, you know. Yeah, only the Super Bowl. That's the only place. Jay that feels so amazing. Yeah, I, I was there live, so I mean, I, I mean, I'm not. I know, I'm so jealous of you. I mean, I was in the same area yeah. around J Lo, so we you were, were in the same zip code as her. Yeah, I mean, me. It was just, it was just me and fifty-seven thousand people between us. But aside from that. It was like we oh, this girl's beautiful. Do you, we locked up. Just we went through her Instagram. <laughs> did you? Do you ever wonder, like, 
so like I just I, I made the joke whatever you're in the same zip code but what if she's just like randomly in Sweetwater <laughs> like <laughs> like JLo's just randomly off Flagler <laughs> like, like yeah she's like at the Fritanga <laughs> JLo's yeah. at the Fritanga like hey, yeah, just walks in can you imagine would you I, I, I would I'm telling you man I would love to have that fucking level of fame just to be able to pull that kind of move because Diddy does it not not um Jay-Z every once in a while will still go into a fucking New York City uh subway He'll yeah. still ride the subway every once in a while. Not a lot, not every day, but every once in a fucking while. Like it, it can. So can you? I would love to be that level of fame, like Jlo level of fame, and walk into a fritanga. Like just walk in there and yeah. be like, hey, just to uh, watch people's minds. Well, like, how, how's the guy of Pinto today? And watch people's faces <laughs> melt. <laughs> and be like, yeah. Ooh, so I it's good. Throw it at her. Like, <laughs> 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 Get out of the <laughs> In like a styrofoam <laughs> container, just like ah, ah. <laughs> can you imagine? And then they bring out the one piece of plate, one the one plate, the one real plate that they have in the fucking joint. <laughs> yeah. You don't eat off silverware, you eat off that one special plate. And then, like, like, yeah, I would and then and then the the fucking owner of the place is like, I told you that this plate is only for special occasions. This is a special occasion. It's like that. that like, it, it finally happened. <laughs> That's how my mom was when we were growing up. We couldn't sit on the couches because they were for spe- that it was like, oh, that was for oh, a company. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, everyone had the, the special. Yeah, nobody comes over, mom. Like, there's no money that comes yeah. over. Like, what are you yeah, doing? It's untouched. This plastic is brand. It's I feel like as, as millennial as millennials, it's like a new like it's a goal that I don't know if we're gonna hit. But I want one day to have that extra living room. Like, I want yeah. to have that living room. The possibility of being like, oh, we don't use that unless we have guests. I want. I feel like yeah. that'll make me feel like yes, this is my full this circle. Is so like you made it, you made it, like you made a moment. Like I made uh, it. Hilda, Hilda says that Sean, and I'm assuming Sean is her significant other, her husband. Uh, yeah. she said, "Wait, Ben is with J Lo, so Anna's back in the market." Yes, We're, good hey, luck, Sean. <laughs> there's no rule that says that they can't date us. There's nothing that says that. I, you know, look, Matt Damon married. Matt Damon. Uh, Married a fucking waitress, a bartender from from Hollywood, Florida. Do we see it a lot no, the other way around, though? It was it was an automatic. Slip. So my ex girlfriend used to work at that. Was there that night that they met, and used to work at the same bar as that lady. And she would constantly tell me, she's like, I could have been with Matt Damon. I'm like, that hurts my feelings. That's whole. Like, what are you doing? I'm with you know, like. <laughs> Like, but also, I get her. I kind of get it. Like, she's just she's like she just looks at she looks at you, and you guys are watching the born movies, and she's like, <sighs> just like. <sighs> she's what like, if I, I was like, just on the other side of the bar, if I was just like on that other side of the you know, bar, she asked me to fucking me. she asked me to watch that bar too, and I said no because it wasn't my turn. I'm so stupid. Like, she's like, I'm, so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's the one thing. You just standing there would have been the one difference between him and like his soulmate or whoever. They've been married forever, but that, but like, it's like that's the that's the the dream of any like dude to be like, uh, what's 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 J Lo's backup dancer? I forget his name. The one that she married that was like this nobody. Oh, yeah, that was like and her first. Okay, that, that so- was like. She wasn't established. That was like so out of curiosity, like out of curiosity, because like I don't, I can't remember off the top of my on top of my brain. Like, do we see that happen a lot the other way around? Because like sometimes you'll see men in Hollywood and stuff like that who finally they gotten with someone who's outside of the industry whatsoever. But the I, women usually tend to get with someone who's still in the world. So like a backup dancer, someone's still like, you're not gonna get with an account. 
I mean, I don't necessarily Brittany. know if it's like a universal thing. Brittany, but Brittany, exactly. Uh, exactly my point. She's like she has a boyfriend that she's had for years, but it's like a, he he's a he's not an entertainment. He's like a nobody. I don't want to say I hate saying I, that. I hate saying nobody because like yeah yeah I get it. it. I I, 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 I right to myself before you did, Mike. I don't want to yeah. say nobody. I said nobody in the sense of like he's nobody famous. Um, he's not in the industry at all. He's a good looking dude. Right. No, don't get me wrong, but he's not of anybody. I can't tell you his name right now. If Missy was here, she might tell you her his name. She I don't. Right I I can't tell you his but name. But it's like, oh, uh, this guy, yeah, he's a nobody. Yeah, no, he's just like, oh, he's he's an emergency room doctor. He's a nobody. He just thinks <laughs> people's lives. He's not. <laughs> he's a surgeon. He's a, yeah. He's, he's just a, like yeah. the lead surgeon at a hospital. Yeah, yeah. Celebrities. I'm trying to think of other celebrities who married non um, female celebrities who married non or hooked up with non entertainment. Well, it, it becomes so I'm thinking like, like actually like, and, together. There's a lot of ancillary stuff in terms of like. Uh, I'm Hollywood, like you're gonna need lawyer. to define that word before you continue counting the, the, the stuff that is connected to, but not necessarily faint. Like there's uh, people who do uh, entertainment law, law. Pro production, lawyers, people who are, mm -hmm. run businesses that are centered around it. You know, people who live in Hollywood, who work in that in that sphere, but aren't necessarily connected to movie studios or acting or anything like that, TV mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, so it's like. They, you know, people who are successful at other things, but they just happen to be in Hollywood could be, you know, like, you know, like what I'm saying is just because they're not known doesn't mean they're not like in the same. So her, her boyfriend that she's been dating for years is Sam Asgari. Uh, mm -hmm. Good looking dude. He's a 39 year old. Um, uh, she opened up about the next steps he wants to take with Spears. My priorities in life are to remain humble and understand where I came from and where I'm going. Uh, whatever the fuck that means, um, but it doesn't say anything about, about what, what he does. does. Like how they met. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. He fucking does Britney. God, his job. Me. His job is Britney Spears' yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, understand where I can. Next step. Um, yeah. There's nothing about. I'm reading this article. I'm like, uh, and I'm just. Yeah, but see, like that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not in but wouldn't it say like wouldn't realm. it say sean bro whatever the fuck his name is and then be like sam was gary uh entertainment lawyer like wouldn't it say like if he was in the industry Maybe. wouldn't he say something possibly i mean I don't, that's what i'm saying i don't think he i mean they wouldn't say that if he was something he else. says i want to take my career to the next steps when it comes to acting <laughs> but, oh he wants to be an actor he, so he wants to be an actor I mean, if you don't know who he is, he's probably just, he's either a low-level actor or he wants to get into it. But yeah, that's I mean, me. That you could say the same thing about me, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, I want to get into acting too. Doesn't mean I'm gonna. Doesn't mean it's gonna yeah. happen. But then again, I'm not fucking Britney. So what? I mean, I get it. Uh, he. Uh, the, my curiosity of this just comes from like the whole like, oh, that could be us. Like, you know, Anna's back on the market kind of thing. Like, if this girl's back on the market, then. It's just anyone can meet her, but like how? <laughs> like how is so just anyone? Well, his IMDb bio says Sam Gary is an American actor that is up and coming in the TV slash film industry. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah. up and coming is is uh, has um, is grammatically incorrect. It has up with uppercase U, but it's in the middle of a sentence, and then like that that no. Yeah, I think it's up and coming is an actual. Yeah. I think yeah, he wrote that. Scripture? I don't know. He, he wrote that himself. Yeah. He wrote that himself. 
that's the dream though like to meet a, that's the whole um like it's there's a million like rom-coms about it where like these two people meet in a random situation and then it's like just oh, a girl the way, sitting in front of a boy telling yes. her telling him that yeah it's that that's yeah, that it's Notting scene. Hill or like you know when um uh, like there's, there's a bunch of them where it's like oh that's the princess of whatever the fuck and you're like met her at the supermarket it's fucking Aladdin Aladdin has it where these she's like pretending to be <laughs> everyone poor. wants to be a street rat <laughs> everyone uh, well street rat riff rat I don't buy that um all right so like, let's start for a mighty asshole like, I can't wait to fuck this homeless guy. <laughs> All right, time for a mighty asshole. He's, he's a homeless guy with a monkey. With a with a monkey friend, I want a fucking monkey owning homeless man. Yeah, if you actually really paint it in that way, you're like she's a princess who fell in love with I'm a homeless gonna, man whose best friend is a monkey. I'm gonna give up my my kingdom. I don't even want to say best. Man. I don't even want to say best friend. His only friend. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, even just his best friend. It wasn't like I have plenty of friends <laughs> who actually he actually has conversations with. Like he talks to a monkey. Like, what if it was like he was Abu's friend, not the other way around? Where he was like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's my. It's like, oh, why are you hanging out with that human guy? And Abu's like, he's my friend. You know, he's alright. He's on hard he's times. Right. Hard times. <laughs> we we steal apples every once in a while. I mean, it's you know, it's a it's fine. It'll work like, out. It'll work out. I'll, Aladdin calls Abu his best friend, but Abu talks about his best friend in front of Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the level uh, of their friendship. All right, so yeah, I want to fuck that. Oh yeah, he's like he's part of his friend group. Like, <laughs> it, I don't okay. think Aladdin would be in Abu's top eight. <laughs> no, that's true. that's true. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think uh, that would happen. Um, number one. All right, so. I, I guess I'm going to be the one having to read the Am I the Asshole because you're on your phone, Mike. So this is my worst nightmare. Uh, Do you want to throw it to me, Larry? No, it's, I can it's, go get my iPad, actually. No, it's fine. My, I can read, people. I can actually <laughs> fucking read. We're protecting you. Yeah, I know. Like, you guys are so protective. Like, you guys, came in so pro you guys came in so strong that I was like, okay, now it's offensive. Now it's offensive. <laughs> like, it would have been better if you would have been jokingly like, ah, ha, ha, but you guys were so this sincere. This my worst like, nightmare. Like, no, I'm sorry. Hey, we're okay. <laughs> I got to, you. Right, I so it's fine. If you're new to the podcast or even if you're new in the last few months, all right, when we first started doing, when we first started podcasting nine years ago, I made the mistake of reading something that I had not read before, but I was reading something and it was like an article, like kind of what I was doing now with that Time article about uh, Britney's boyfriend. And I was trying to not read it as if it was an article. I was trying to just get the bullet points kind of deal. So I was trying to skip the uh, says John, you know, you know, 29 year old John. You know, I was trying to skip that part and just get and then it came out all fucked up and it was it sounded awful. And I made fun of myself saying like, oh, man, I can't fucking read. And then that's it. It's stuck. It's been nine years of fucking people like her Nary can't read. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I can actually read. I was just trying to like improvise on the spot, change up, or whatever. Fuck you. All right, so uh, <laughs> so there's a couple we have. We have uh, Amadi Asso for not talking to my cousin and not going to her wedding over a prank. Is that the one that we read last time, Mike? No, we, we read, read that one. one. Okay, what so. I just sent uh, the Am I the Asshole for making my wife choose between me and her best friend. That's a classic. 
Yeah. Here we go. I don't know. I haven't read this one. All right. So neither have I. I don't, again, I don't read these. I was hoping somebody else would have read it, but that's fine. Um, I didn't get the link. <laughs> I, male 36, am preparing for my upcoming surgery at the end of May. I have respiratory conditions that I have been suffering from, and my wife has been very supportive and accommodating of all my needs. She has endured so much by shouldering this burden with me, and I can never describe how much supportive she's been. These are not my grammatical errors. Just give that disclaimer for those, oh, look, he can't fucking read. This is this guy. And I tell myself already twice, fixing his grammatical errors as I go along, I'm not going to do that anymore. Because then I'm going to fuck glad. it up. And it's going to be like, all right. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you picked also one that has medical stuff in it. Good. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Uh, so she has endured so much by shouldering this burden with me, and I can never describe how much supportive she's been with everything that has been going on with me. Kind of re- that last sentence wasn't necessary. You already said. Just it. go with the story. There. We know the you can problem, read. The problem is that her best friend's wedding is at the end of May, specifically on the twenty seventh, and my surgery takes place on the exact same date. Now, 27th was not the original date of my of her friend's wedding. It was supposed to be on May 18th, but it got changed. Her friends informed us about it on short notice, and my wife wanted to go, but it's an eight-hour trip since the trip would be held at the groom's hometown. My wife and I discussed this, and I bluntly told her that I needed her there for my surgery. She told me that uh, that's her best friend, and that this will hopefully be her only wedding. <laughs> wow. Already doesn't sound like a lot of fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of faith. Hopefully, this will be her <laughs> only wedding. Um, uh, her only wedding, and she wanted to attend. She asked if I could get a friend as my support, but I just didn't think this was right, and I even and, and was even puzzled that she even asked me to get a, a substitute while she goes off to her best friend's wedding. I asked if a, I asked if her friend's wedding was more important than my health. She argued that there was nothing wrong with it and I won't need her since the medical team will take care of me. Then she said that by refusing, I was making her choose between me and her best friend. We went back and forth on the argument and she insisted she wants to attend her friend's wedding i told her that she was being unreasonable and never expected her to prioritize a wedding over my health she loudly yelled quote what do you want me to do i might lose my friend over this end quote then stop talking to me i think i handled this badly and acted in an ungrateful manner but i think she's the one who doesn't understand the difference since my surgery is an emergency and her and if her best friend is a good friend then she'd understand right so am i wrong for what i said (laughs) and she got it nailed it just gonna go on there's there's gonna be a round of applause for nary side a round of applause uh good job good job yolanda says nary is grading the phonics as he reads uh yes that's true uh i'm gonna gonna, uh, you go first steph let's hear you and then i think i'm gonna make everybody angry at me again 
<laughs> really? Okay. Uh, I don't know how you're going to disagree with this, but like, okay, there has to be some sort of weird dynamic between these two supposed friends. If she's going to lose her friend over like her husband having a pulmonary like surgery and the friend not understanding that she has to be there for him because it's her fucking husband. Like it's one of the things where I'm like, bitch, do you have someone on the side that you have to go see? Because it makes no sense why you're so adamant about going to this event that was rescheduled when no matter what, he has a surgery. Unless it's a minor, like, elective thing where he's correcting an ingrown toenail, I don't understand why you wouldn't be there. As somebody who's had I, an ingrown toenail, that's no fucking joke. That shit hurts. Uh, but go ahead. No, no, it doesn't hurt. Like, I have one too. <laughs> that's why it's on my head. Shit so fucking like, hurts. Do I want to do that? But, like, the freaking date, like, I... I, I've missed out on friend stuff because I'm over here, like, can't get near things, whatever. Every one of my friends who's a true friend completely understands if I can't make it to things. I will try my damnedest because they mean something to me. But if you're really a friend, you understand what the other person's, like, limitations are, what they can and can't do. And if you know someone's spouse has health problems and they have... An, like a, a scheduled surgery on a given day, you know already that if your thing gets rescheduled, being like, oh, odds are so-and-so is not going to be able to be there. If she's being, like, not understanding the fact that her friend can't go, like, there's something else fucking happening. Like, right. So, I will say, I will say this, this, this does suffer uh, okay. from the... Wait, 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 Mike. Before you get into your thoughts, we got, we got a comment. Just want to get through the comments. Uh, Yolanda saying, is, is she in the wedding or just invited? Because if either like mm. does he didn't, that make, he didn't make reference like, to her being in the wedding. He he said that she was she wants no, to go. Yeah. So maybe she's maybe that she's the abu of that relationship. So mm. maybe or she's the Aladdin of that relationship because she's she said Aladdin. she said oh my best she's my best friend. But if she was your but but if she was if you if were you her, her best be in the wedding party, wouldn't you be in the wedding? Wouldn't you be the maid yep. of honor or some shit? Yep. Yep. It sounds like they live apart from each other. Eight hours is enough to say that you don't live near each other. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. That's a so, fucking drive. That's well, it's the guy's drive. hometown. Well, so. it's the guy's hometown. That's not that they don't yeah. live close to each other. It's that they're getting married in the guy's in, in the guy's hometown. Sure, sure. What I'm saying is that it's also not like there. It feels like there's there's. This is one of those. What I was going to say. It suffers from the idea that there's more going on than what's in the on the page. Right. This guy is clearly presenting his argument. And he made a point to show that she was flying off the handle and all that stuff. Here's the thing. As a medical professional, the recovery is so much more important than the act. Like, she's not the surgeon. She's not going to cut him up. You know what I mean? Like, she, he's going to be fucked up for a while afterwards. Like, it, 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 like, what I'm saying is that it's if this is something that got changed or whatever, there should be more understanding, of course. There should be better communication like there should be in all of these things. But, like, the surgery day isn't necessarily like the, the, most important. the most important part of the recovery. No, not of oh, the recovery, the but at the same time, when you're someone's significant other, you also become a bit of their like their their mouthpiece a little bit when something's going on. You're gonna have family that's checking in, people who are asking questions. You have to be fielding things. You just have to be sure. around if something goes goes down. He's not asking her to perform the fucking surgery, but he's asking her to be there for him support, as support right. because he's going through a big surgery and she will be so far away. 
So like if something happens. Right. So, so here's the thing. I I think that so I, I don't think he's an asshole for wanting her there. Of course you want he wants her there. I think there's like I think they're both there's there's more to it than than the whole than what's on the page. I think both of them are assholes. I think both both because for her to be like, oh you're making like for him to be like, hey, it's me or your friend, what are you doing? You know, like this this type of thing, it's like I feel I feel like there that's a kind of a shitty position to put your significant other in. But I also think that that other lady was like I don't know, it feels like exaggerating, but then again, we're only getting one side of the story. But like but, for there to be that much like I'm gonna lose my friend over this. I yeah, don't, there's I don't buy it. I, there's there's more to it than that. I think there's like both people are coming off pretty shitty here. And, and also how weird is it? Because like you brought up the whole like, okay, like maybe they're not as close friends or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. if someone's actually very much your close friend and something had to get scheduled and you knew that their significant other hat was having a surgery that day you would know that they're having a surgery that day you wouldn't put this event right. on that day well, and then well, for some reason also, that caused like, weirdness this is a covid wedding so you'll take what you can get i mean I, like there's there's extenuating circumstances in terms of like what's happening in the rescheduling all like the world happens like like there's there's an inherent amount sure, of, but like, you would be understanding of someone not being able to go if you had to reschedule yes, something like you would absolutely. they'd be like oh fuck, it's so fucked. i have to reschedule i know it's on the same day yeah, I don't think this girl. I mean, again, uh, you you changed the date to the same day we're going to Universal. Oh, sorry, we can't make it. We're yeah, yeah. right. That, like that's, that's a little more get, annoying. That, that's an excuse <laughs> that we get here in Miami all the time. Any other date, I would have done it, bro. But we're going to Universal that day, and then in Miami, we're like, no, no, it makes sense. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Well, the, the idea of like, so what I'm saying is that I think that there's there's more to it. I, like. What surgery is this guy getting? He's getting some pulmonary surgery, but there's other like what what it really is it? You know, like, there's a lot of nuance here. This is one of those where it's impossible from this thing to really determine who the asshole is because the way the guy is presenting this, she he is of course writing her to be the one that's flying off the handle and you know, whatever. I don't lose my friend. Really, I don't I don't think she, she will. But then again, now we're speculating on stuff that's not in the post itself. But I think that. The recovery is more important. It's either or. If she wanted to, if it was something that this truly is presented as it is, that it's her best friend and I've been dying for, you know, like maybe she is in the wedding, maybe she, whatever it is, then then I could understand her going there and then coming back the next day to, to make sure that the recovery is the good, is the part. But then also like making sure that someone else is there for him at the time. You know what I mean? Like, no, Mike. No, Mike. Calling in a. That's her spouse, man. It's a surgery. Sorry. Yeah, it's That's, like I, I, here's the thing. I don't know. I, it, here's the thing. It, it wouldn't even matter if it was the original wedding date. You go to the surgery. That's just mm-hmm. the bottom line. The fact that they happen to change the, the the wedding to the surgery date gives you even more of an out to go. Yeah. I'm not going to that wedding, and I'm gonna use a line that historically or stereotypically a lot of women have used. It's not about even going necessarily going to the surgery. It's about I, I wanted you to want to be at the surgery. <laughs> I want you to want to do it. Oh, yeah, I want you to okay. want to do it. The fact that you didn't want that. to do it. Yeah. Had it been the other way, had you said I'm gonna go to the wedding, you would have let the guy be the gentleman and be like, babe, it's fine. Go. Like it's up to you. Don't worry about it. Look, rookie says. Should have said some passive aggressive shit and said, I don't know, do whatever you want, and then whine about it as uh, went to the wedding. Went to the wedding, like a well adjusted adult. (laughs) 
I'm coming at again. You know, I do. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm coming at it from the medical side of things, where it's like, man, whatever. You know, that yeah, but, but when you're in a relationship, your longer yeah, says right. I get sex from my significant other. Your honor says, not my friend. I'm gonna go to the surgery. He's not the asshole. Um, I don't know if he's not an asshole because he's. I think he is an asshole as well, but it's he's a justifiable asshole because I think his feelings are hurt that she doesn't immediately want to say no. I'm going to, to with you to. I'm going to the surgery. Yeah, it's that whole thing of like you should he's want a reactionary want, asshole. He's, yeah. he's an asshole because of yeah. how he reacted, not the initial. Correct. Right. He should, uh, uh, she should want to be there. She should want to be there. And it's another thing. Um, it's another thing if... The fact that this to, is such a tough decision for her is kind of... Like, yeah, that's kind of like, But here's the thing. And, and he built her up in the beginning of the thing. He said she's been supportive and creative. Like, she's been amazing. Yeah. She's been nice and this and that. Yeah. Um, I, it's a bit weird uh, that she still wants to go to the... Like, she, like, maybe she needs a break, I guess, because she's been so supportive and she's been so... I mean, I, that's understandable, too, but... Um, I could understand if they have kids and she said, look, I got to I got to stay home and take care of the kids. I got young kids, you know, like Vanessa, like Vanessa right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have three kids. If I happened to go into a surgery and Vanessa couldn't, go, I wouldn't want her to go. I wouldn't like if it was at all possible, I would be like, yeah. well, because that's still part of your life together. Yeah, and the thing is, like when you commit to marrying yeah. someone, you're creating this new it's a. You know, it's a big fucking shift for a reason. It's like a whole new life that you're living. There's like, you wouldn't it be great if she was like, um, I need to go to that wedding. And they're like, instead of my surgery. And she was like, they're going to have a fucking cake that's going to be to die for. So I got yeah. it. And what if that was the like, no, no, you don't understand. I got to get to that cake. It's like, yeah. oh, baby, but you know how much I love the electric slide? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. We can do it here. It's not the same. It's not the same. You should want. I've me been to practicing my Cupid shuffle for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I need right my stop. No, no. Right foot. Let's not stop. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I mean, I don't know. You're right. I, I t- it's a. It's. I. There's so much. Again, with all of these, there's always that. Like, let's dive in. You know, they're in pitching and, like, it a certain way. Yeah, like there's so much more going on in this situation. So I, in my mind, like I would love to know what the other side of the story is. Yeah. Like watch this. Watch this. Like it's not even a procedure. Like like it's not even a, like a surgery. It's just something that's like, yeah. It's he's done it 16 other times. It's a thing he does regularly. It's not that big a deal. And my friend's getting married. You know what I mean? Like watch it. Like be something that the guy. You know, yeah. It'd be know. it'd be fucked if it was that. It'd be fucked if he was just like going in for an actual appointment, checking in on something, yeah. and then doesn't want her to go to like. At that point, I get it. But even then, like, if she supposedly has been so supportive and so with him throughout this whole thing, you would expect that she'd kind of know what's up. Yeah, but th- that's what I'm saying. Like, also, just, more this whole thing about the other friendship is just weird. Like, it's just the fact that she might lose a friendship for not showing up. Maybe Ben Affleck is going to the Tony says, maybe that, Ben Affleck is going to the wedding. My dad has I made mean, an appearance. Oh, that's your dad. And he dropped, and he dropped a fucking good joke. That's good. <laughs> Welcome, Mike's dad, to the podcast for the first what? time. Where are your families? Why is my family the only one keeping this show afloat? Well, the show's in English, so my family's out. So <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> You're not going to get my mom or my dad. You're not going to get any That's people true. that are like, you know, they're like, ¿Qué dice? ¿Qué dice? I don't know. They're at the um, I know. We have time for one more. Am I the asshole? 
Mm-hmm. I'm the asshole for making a deal with my mother-in-law, which led to her never meeting my children. Whoa. That's okay. a title. Ooh. That's a title. Yeah. Let's All right. drop it. I have three kids ranging from 15 to 8. And I have been happily no con and I've been happily no contact with my mother-in-law for 16 years. When I met mother-in-law, she absolutely hated me. She had been cool with the past girlfriends. Everyone swore she was so nice and laid back when I wasn't around, but she despised me. She did everything she could to exclude me, and she was always taking digs. I'm not the type to just take it laying down, and I, it turned nasty. I know I said things I'm not proud of. Uh, then she went on to another paragraph, which doesn't make sense because that should have been anything in the comments. That's a proposition, but whatever. Let's move on. We know you can, you can read. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking proving it. My <laughs> husband tried to stick up for me. He tried to set boundaries, but mother-in-law would rather be right than happy. She sounds like a woman. Uh, he Ow. tried... <laughs> Got he tried mm-hmm. putting her in timeout. Mother-in-law is competitive as fuck, and when her timeout was over, she wouldn't answer her phone. At the time, I was too pushy for him to choose me. Uh, at the time, I was too pushy for him to choose me. It was literally ripping my husband's soul out. I don't know if she knows what literally means, but that's nothing. All right. We went on a short trip with her, and it ended with me screaming at her, my husband feeling so defeated, he broke down in tears, and mother-in-law actually had a panic attack and ended up with hives. And in parentheses, she wrote, not the first time she had a physical reaction because being around me upset her so much. It just occurred to me that we can't go on like that. The time of us um, the three of us, I'm sorry, the three of us had a long conversation about what we wanted. Mother-in-law wanted to be able to see her son without me see, without seeing me. I wanted to not put up with her shit anymore, and my husband didn't want to lose either of us. During the talk, I learned that mother-in-law was totally indifferent to having grandchildren, so I proposed the deal. Mother-in-law and DH, I don't know what DH is. Dear husband. Dear husband, oh wow. Mother-in-law and husband, I'm not going to say you Mother-in-law and husband could have whatever relationship they wanted outside of me. She could have her family dinners and her family pictures without having to freak out about me not being family. But she would never meet our kids. Mother-in-law was chomping at the bit. She loved it. The next year, she was uh, uh, one of the most peaceful. the The next year was one of the most peaceful in my life. My husband was finally happy. Mother-in-law was no longer a basket case, getting physically ill over the stress, and I had my first child. Mother-in-law never once broke our agreement. She had, she has never asked to meet them. I'm not even sure she knows their names. My husband has lunch with her about once a week and goes to family dinners or cookouts at her house a couple of times a month. He Was even that spends- his kids. He even spends Christmas Eve with her. Recently, so they're clearly not Hispanic because that's a big deal for us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> recently, my two oldest children have expressed interest in meeting her. Honestly, I worry that it is because she has money and does a lot of cool shit. 
uh, husband doesn't go on family vacations without us, but my oldest found her aunt on social media and now knows how much they travel and that mother-in-law has multiple vacation houses. We are comfortably middle class and all that, uh, all of that money comes from her husband, who is sister-in-law's dad, but not husband's, not my husband's. Still, we are uh, talking it over and deciding if we should meet her, if they should meet her. I'm sorry. However, both kids have told me I was selfish for striking that deal, and they feel that I used them as bargaining chips. She did. Mm -hmm. I don't have any family on my side, and they are really mad that they missed out. Now, I don't know. I don't think mother-in-law is a good person. Uh, but her life does look pretty great on social media. My kids seem really mad at me, so now I'm questioning everything. Everyone in this story sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shitty people in this story. Uh, first of all, keep your mouth shut, ride the gravy train. What are you doing? Go on vacation. What are you shut the, shut the fuck up? Let your, come on, what are you doing? That's a she got money. It's it's expensive taking know. teenagers to a vacation. It's nice if someone else pays for it. Rookie says that she's living the dream. I don't. But so look, I'm not married. You guys are married. One, you know that when you get married, you marry your wife and your your partner, your spouse, but you also marry yeah. their family too. Yeah. So for sure. like there's there's like I don't I don't even I can't even comprehend the process of like you guys have your own relationship outside of us. Like, what a weird... I, I could never. I so could never up. be with someone who's cool with I, that shit. That part, I, that part, I'm not so... It's it's not too crazy to me. The crazy part comes in the frequency of that outside life. Yeah. Like, you're, yeah. Going, to, you're going to dinners and barbecues every once every two weeks? Like, you're going out... Like, how do you go to a bar... How do you go to a family barbecue without your kids? Yeah, that's so yeah. weird. Yeah, and like if the husband fun. really sucks in this too. Like the fact that he never like yeah, like how do you, angry at the it. wife and putting it on her that she did this bargaining chip. Uh, he he signed off on it too, though. Like he also sucks in this because he's here's the thing. I, I, he's the lesser of the assholes um, mm. because I think he's the lesser mm. of the assholes. I disagree. Uh, okay, Hard disagree. Let me get there, man. I think he's the lesser of the assholes. I'm not saying he's not an asshole. I think he's the lesser of the assholes because he's put between a rock and a hard place between two women that he loves, and they're clearly not getting along. There's fit, there's fucking anxiety uh, attacks. There's uh, there's all this shit. There's all this stuff going on, and there's only so much a human could be like, uh, you know, like trying to play both sides without getting burned by both sides, without without hurting both sides. So when his wife proposed the deal prior to them having kids it's easy to not think about these children as human beings because they're, they don't exist yet mm. so when his wife proposed a deal i could see him go whatever the fuck it takes to fucking calm the situation down because i right. can't keep going on this way right like he's got to be like the rock in the heart place kind of guy mm -hmm. um, this has been going on for 16 years yeah yeah, like if, one, if their kids were like toddlers or like little, like it's kind of a little more understandable for this weirdness to be they, happening. But the, wild, like, that's so wild. Yeah, well, like of course teenagers are trying to like hook up with like the rich. They're teenagers. Teenagers are always assholes. Like they're, they're, they're like that looks fucking cool. But here's the thing. She's an asshole because her kids are right. She did use them as bargaining chips. Legitimately, yeah. did use them as sure. bargaining. Chips. Yeah. 
However, the mother-in-law is as an asshole because she flat out agreed to that. Like, what? I can't even imagine. Give a shit. I cannot imagine my parents making that deal with anybody and being like, fine, yeah, if you have to. Do you like, think that this woman maybe like thought that they weren't going to last? So this woman probably wasn't going to be in the picture for very long? Yes, but how many, I mean, how, by the time you have your first grandkid and then your second one comes along two yeah. years later, at no like, point do they reevaluate. Uh, at what point do you not break the agreement? And at what point do you not bring it up? Like, hey, maybe we were too rash. Maybe we, like, you know what I mean? Like, she I doesn't even like, know their names. Like, may not. That's, she well, says that they may not. That part's not but what I'm getting at. But, but yeah, but what I'm getting at is that for but like 16 years, at no point when the first kid was born, at the, when the first kid's first birthday, when the second kid was born, any of the birthday. Like this, the husband is a is uh, I think a big asshole. The what yeah. the what? There, everyone is everyone is. He like would spend Christmas Eve without his children. Yeah, yeah but why? But why? That's Christmas Eve. That's not Christmas Day to them. But still, Christmas it's a holiday. To them, Christmas. So what? So it's Flag Day. We're not gonna fucking give a shit about Flag Day. Let's be. Let's not put all How holidays. Christmas Eve. Not, not all holidays matter. Fuck that. Let's be real. To, to white people, Christmas Eve is not is not the big deal that it is to us. To us Latinos, Christmas Eve is the fucking day. Is the day, yeah, yeah. So that I would say they're assuming that they're white, but they're definitely not Latino. Yeah, no well, way. Okay, Latino so, you know, grandma's like, that's fine. I don't want to see my grandkids. Yeah, I mean, well, here's this is why I didn't like the movie. The, this is why I hated Everybody Loves Raymond. Right, that that show was fucking trash, and I'm tired of pretending it wasn't because everyone on that show was either an asshole or a pussy. Like there was no, no one stood up for themselves. No one. So I no couldn't one watch it. Been, I couldn't watch that I, show. I, I couldn't watch that show, and I'll tell I you when it happened. Show. Yeah, I'll tell you when. It, I'll tell you when I really started to hate that show when they did the flashback episode and they revealed that Deborah oh, yeah. was the one that wanted to live across the street yeah, from Grace yeah, Bond, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like. Hey, That's funny. you walked into this. Yeah. You did. You chose this, and now you're yeah, mad yeah. at the results. So, like everyone. Is- what? Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that you, are you saying that you don't like the show because it showed that a woman uh, was to blame for something and yet still complained about something? Huh. <laughs> 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 Fucking exactly sitcom logic. Stop. Yeah, but that is sitcom logic. That's literally sitcom logic. I'm like, why would you get mad at that? It's a sitcom. I mean, that's no, no, no. No, it was tolerable because there was one that that she, in my mind, Ray's a Ray doesn't stand up for anyone. He's like he's like he, he doesn't stand up for his wife. The the mother is a fucking passive aggressive asshole. The father is like a, a dismissive and doesn't really interact or defend anybody. But here's my like, question to you, Mike. But All right, Deborah Mike, was supposed to be the one. All right. So here's my question: Have you ever been in a relationship that your parents, or mom, dad, stepmom, whichever one, pick one, vehemently did not like the person you were with? No, we they all like more answer. than me. Yeah. 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 yeah no. We already know my answer. answer. Like, <laughs> they're all in the comments. I did not ask Stephanie. I did not ask Stephanie. We know the answer. I asked Mike. Uh, that, no, but like, that's a tough, like. Um, my dad and Yolanda are in the comments. I think my mom is also in the comments. Ask them. They, 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 I've always picked. I also all right. Like, Tony, Yolanda, speak up. Is there, has, has Mike or any of your children, because Tony has multiple children, uh, has, has any of your children ever dated somebody that you absolutely vehemently did not like? Not that they were like fine uh, or like that well, they did I, not like. 
I will say I make better choices than some of my siblings in, in terms of partners because I know there's one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know your dating history, so that's fucking saying something. The fact that you make better choices than, than your siblings. <laughs> no, and I, you know that all like the girls I've dated have been have been great. They're all nice people. My mom's never says, hated anyone. Never. Well, Is that good. your mom? That must yeah. be nice. That's your, she, she's never, she's never hated anybody. Yeah, I, I mean. But whenever I hear these like horrible mother-in-law stories, like now that I have a, like a son, I am terrified. <laughs> Yolanda says, yes. Simple, yes. No exclamation mark. Just like, yes, there has been yes. times. But yes. Was where, it me or was it one of my brothers? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm trying to. The reason I asked that, Mike, is because it's very difficult. Uh, she says she responded. She says Julian has had Gosh. some doozies. She put she names. Called him out, bro. She said <laughs> she named names. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and I love that it's current. Like it also, it's present tense. It has sad taste. <laughs> oh, she. Uh, Tony spoke up. Tony said, "My son Julian has sad taste." <laughs> that's a. That's wow. That is. Yeah, that is. Oh my God, Julian. He said Julian. Shit, Julian. Why did you say that, man? Uh, <laughs> your mom is laughing with Yolanda. Um, all right. So this has turned into a weird family. <laughs> this has turned into a weird family therapy session. But the only reason I brought it up to begin with, just so that Julian doesn't hate me, even though he's never met me, he's gonna be like, "You motherfucker, what you bring? But the reason I brought this up is to say it's very different when you're the one in the middle between your your mom, specifically your mom. I think it's easier to be between your dad and your wife because you're like, "Yeah, she's my wife." But it's difficult to be between your mom and your girlfriend slash wife or significant other. I, that's a very difficult situation to be in. So we could judge him for the shit that he that he did. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that he that he's not an asshole. I'm just saying it's a very difficult situation to be in. Um, your mom says Julian is great. Yeah, my family. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's yeah. A good guy. Tanya, I know we're not debating that. We're asking about his his choices of of, of partners is what we're talking yeah, about. That's the thing is that when you're young, you date girls that you think you know, like you. It's like we all have his like girls that we dated that did, we didn't necessarily bring home to the family or or weren't like a big part of our life that you make bad choices. And if you don't, if you're not good at recognizing those choices, like. If you're not good at recognizing, like if you, date, like if you date somebody who, like if you date, like if you're a, a heterosexual man and you date a lesbian for five years, the, the, yes, it might not be the best choice. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> clearly, you got to grow out of that, or there will be some repercussions. Your dad is firing. Your dad is firing fucking fire, bro. Bro, I, I love, love that in the comments. It's your whole family being like, "We love him," but. I love so, that is literally saying I love the kid, but and then puts four dots. Da, 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 four da, dots. Da, da. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love my There's family. Stories, you know, like like to be fair, like this is a good example of like like um there it wasn't always nice, you know, like with my family of like with my parents and they're divorced and I have my stepmom and you know, like my stepdad here, you know, like there's definitely problems that go through, but it, like, again, this is, this is, there's so many communication things behind the scenes. Like these posts are little like keyhole views into this relationship 
where mm-hmm. like think about 16 years of this going on and yeah. about how many different fucking chances they may have had to talk chances they had to resolve issues how many opportunities a third party or fourth party had to come in and and be able to make a difference maybe like where's the like how old were the kids did they even ask about the what did they tell the kids when they were little you know like when you lie to your yeah. kids about stuff like wow you know like but that is leaving so frequently going to these events and like all this stuff without them like they must also have like a whole issue. What do you tell your children when you're like, yeah, can we go somewhere this weekend? Like, I can't. I gotta go to a barbecue with your grandmother that you're not allowed to talk to. So yeah, I can't do it. Oh, oh I think Ooh. he took a car or something. <laughs> he had to like, he, it had to be one of those things where he went to go check on a text message or and then he just disappeared. And Mike, forgot to the audio listener. <laughs> yeah. Mike just disappeared on the call because I'm sure what I assume is that he went to go check on a whatever the fuck happened. Um. All right, so we're saying, we're saying everybody <laughs> sucks. Everybody here sucks, right? Like everybody sucks, and I keep going back to the fact that, like, to me, I just think about the freaking husband the entire time. Like, everyone sucks, but I just think about this man in the in this middle of the situation. I don't necessarily feel bad for him. I actually feel very frustrated with this invisible man because, like, going back to the sitcom logic and things like those shows, like everybody lives Raymond and stuff like that. The reason I couldn't watch those shows is because they show these super frustrating, unhealthy relationships with these family members. And it was like established couples who have been together for a long time. And it's been just recognized that know, this is just want to let you know that the echo has been Mike the whole time. Notice ah. Mike's not on and there's no echo. Watch. Yeah. And then go ahead. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it, Oh yeah, it is been like okay. So like showing the like showing these couples that this has been their relationship for a long time and their whole vibe. It frustrates me just because I can't relax and watch these shows and not the entire time be like, I would fucking kill this man. I would not be able to be with this. Like I could not like I look oh, at this and everyone's laughing. That's why this show's not called Todo Mundo Ama Raimundo. Like that's that's not the fucking <laughs> show, man. It's a different culture. It's one of those cultures where the guy is scared of confrontation. There's are there are those people. I I've had myself. to I've had to like work with Dave, like in our entire relationship, for him to be like for me to sit there and look at him and be like, "You are allowed to disagree with me. Like you need to tell me when something's up. You need to not placate me. I will run circles around you unintentionally." If you oh, like, if comes. you sit there and just try to <laughs> like, 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 if you just sit there oh, and try to keep comes. the peace, like you're not ever gonna be happy. You're Dave's J Lo. Hundred percent. But he's uh, happy about it. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm sure every guy's happy to be with J Lo until they're not. You know, until they're not. So, uh, I not get what saying. Saying that no matter how hot a girl is or whatever, someone out there is sick of her shit. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, I, like the the matter. Like, that goes both ways, though. No matter how okay. funny a guy is, some yeah. woman out there is sick of their shit. I say that because that's the only thing I have yeah. to offer is comedy. I don't have anything else. <laughs> like, I, I don't. Well, and also, like, how no matter how great you are, some of that you're just like someone like looks at them. And they're like, man, eh, I'm not fast. My wife yeah. gets that all the time. We go out somewhere and I make people laugh, right? And women have in front of me said oh my god you must love it you must be cracking up at all times and my wife has said nah that shit gets old quick like wow. <laughs> old quick. like nah you must just be laughing and in stitches all, every day all day and she's like no <laughs> no <laughs> there are times where i say some shit to vanessa and she'll be so annoyed with me and i'll look at her and say 
you know, I was fucking charming, right? Like, this is a fucking <laughs> like, guy. Was, like, I, yeah. I, like, yeah, like, whatever I said, you used to find this fucking charming. I haven't changed. Like, yeah. the one who's changed here is that your outlook of my charm is no, my charm no longer works on you, but it's still the same fucking charm. Like, I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, like, Dave's favorite thing in the world is to, to say is like to look at me and be like, you love me. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. reminding me. Because there was a moment I'm going to have to be like, all right. Meanwhile, Vanessa and I have constantly, uh, often said to each other in front of each other, like, why do I love you? And like, I don't know, like, we've said that to each other, like, why do I love you? And she said it to me, and I've said it to her about, like, it's just, and like, we and we both have the same answer. We go, I, I don't know. I, like, I don't, I don't know. What it is. I don't know. But we, I do love you, but uh, Jesus. Um, and uh, she says the same thing to me. Anyway, so everybody's an asshole here. We're going way too long here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys yeah. for checking us out. Thank you guys for commenting. Thank you, Mercadol family, for chiming in and uh, uh, letting us uh, into your family dynamic a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to like, talk to my family and be like, guys, step it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mike's real. family is all, leaving all of you in the dust. Well, again, no. it's, mine is not. It's not fair for mine because they don't speak English. So yeah, yeah, true. Uh, no, but so, mine does. So fuck that. Yeah, yeah, you're. <laughs> and they're fucking like sa computer savvy because I know we were in the same chat with them while you were in labor, and they were fucking active in that chat. So <laughs> they should. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you check out the audio version. Oh, by the way, just to let you guys know, I should have said this up front, and I will say this up front at, at the audio. I'll add this in the audio. We are now on Patreon. So make sure to check us out on Patreon. We are adding extra shit to your... We are adding extra content to the Wubro pod. We are doing after shows. So after this call, this podcast is over we will be doing an after show where we kind of let our guard down and get very personal sometimes so um oh, if you want to go to our patreon go to our, go to patreon.com slash wubropod w-u-b-r-o-p-o-d it's the same address that our cash app is which is dollar sign wubropod w-u-b-r-o-p-o-d so uh go to our patreon uh and we have we have a couple different tiers there where you could participate more so than you can on the live show and uh there's one where you could even uh be on the show so do i would love to uh for you guys to check that out um thank you very much check out uh stephanie's photography at uh hello my dear watson.com is that what it is or my dear watson.com it's my dear watson.com normally right. at the minute we're on hiatus hiatus mike's comedy and everything his all his social media and his other podcasts could be found by going following him on social media and following the links it's at mike mercadal uh, and then my comedy and all my other stuff is at Nary Signs or whatwashisname.com. If you want a specific link to the Patreon or to anything else, it's on the Instagram um, bio page. There's a link tree there, so check that out. It's pretty easy. Patreon.com slash Pod. It's not that difficult, guys. I made it pretty easy. Uh, but uh, we have a ton of content. Uh, we already had one in the bank, and we're about to do another one. So thank you guys for checking us out, and that's how winning is done. We're still live.